Blog Talk Radio.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's Tower. Thank you, Johnny. I appreciate you there. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I hope you have missed me as I have missed you and the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah for the opportunity to be here tonight to, to share the word of the Lord and to encourage God's people to continue to Seek the Lord, prepare for the coming of Jesus, and much more, much more, much more. Praise you, Jesus. There's so much going on, brothers and sisters. And I know some of my brothers and sisters, as they were letting me know on Facebook last night, and I know people on the Lord's Tower, uh, regular listener, will like to hear on the out day of the, of the peace treaty between the uh, the two-state solution between the Palestinians and Israel. I will talk about these things. I definitely am going to go in the Word, but I will talk about these things tonight, these things that I know are very, hallelujah, interesting and, and praise the Lord, are a sign for the bride of Christ to go home. We've been talking about this, hallelujah, for the last two years, how this two-state solution is a sign. It is a sign. Of the coming of Christ. Praise you, Lord. Israel is the map or the time clock of God on earth. Brothers and sisters, I, I want to go ahead and pray. I want the presence of God to touch your life, whatever you are. Thank you, Jesus. I want to ask the Holy Spirit to come for you, to touch your heart, your life, whatever you are, whatever you're going through. Lord Jesus, mighty Lord. Mighty God, Lord Jesus, all burden, Lord Jesus, all sickness, Lord, everything, Lord, that is holding your people in bondage, Lord. Lord Jesus, it's attacking the health, the, the mental, hallelujah, help of your people psychologically, emotionally, Lord. I ask for total deliverance tonight. In Jesus' name, let your power, your anointing and fire, Lord, break the joke of the enemy, Lord. Your anointing breaks the joke, your word says. I should touch every life listening, Lord. Every mind will be set free, Lord Jesus. The desire for you, Lord, will come back to you, Lord Jesus, to your people. In Jesus' name, Yeshua's name. Jehoshua's name, I pray tonight. Mighty Lord, touch the people's heart. Touch the people's mind. Touch your life in a special way. In Jesus' name. Yeshua's name. Jehoshua's name, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, let your anointing, let your presence flow. I'm going to be like listening, Lord, tonight, Lord Jesus. Let him know you're still on the throne, Lord Jesus. You still reign from heaven, Lord. In Jesus' name, Jesus' name, Joshua's name. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Shalom, Sister Maria. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, mighty God. We thank you, mighty Jesus. I want to thank each and one of you that have been keeping my family and I in prayer. Thank you much. Thank you very much, my brothers and sisters. May the Lord continue to bless your life, your family. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Yes, I've been affected. My health was affected lightly, hallelujah, but the Lord brought his healing on my life. Thank you, Lord, and I'm much better now. Thank you, Lord, for his healing. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, my kid was also 
Abesek, uh, hallelujah, this past week by the Lord, Raheli. Praise you, Lord. Remove anything that was not of him. Brothers and sisters, we just need to learn to wait on the Lord and not go crazy. Hallelujah. But learn to wait on the Lord, learn to trust the Lord. He is in control. Thank you, Jesus. He's going to answer us in his timing. If we learn to wait upon the Lord, he is good, he is merciful, he's an awesome God. Thank you, Jesus. And I ask the Lord to touch his people tonight in a special way. Thank you, Lord, to awaken people to, to the time and the hour that we are in. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The time and the hour that we're in. Thank you, Lord. I thank my brothers and sisters on Facebook. As you notice, I have around 5,000 followers. On Facebook, hallelujah, thank the Lord for each and one of them. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, praise you, God. And the other hundreds of thousands of people that follow these teaching on YouTube and many, many, many other websites. I was looking at a video that has, close, has over 200,000 people, uh, hallelujah. And I know some of, some of the videos are uh, uh, new people out of me to their videos to the websites and they got hundreds of thousands of followers listening, of listeners to those audio. And some of those people write to me. That is so awesome. They write to my email, sapa9999 at gmail.com. Praise the Lord for that. Thank you, Jesus. They tell me how much they're being blessed. Uh, the people that are returning to the Lord, that have come back into repentance. And that is so awesome. This is what this is all about. I am not here to come against you. I am here to support you, to help you, to pray for you, to encourage you, hallelujah, to motivate you to seek Christ, to motivate you to seek Jesus. This is what I'm here for. I'm not here to come against you, hallelujah. I'm not here to judge you. No, I'm not for that. I'm not against you, hallelujah. I am here to help you, to encourage you. When the Lord Jesus told me about doing uh, the radio program, he told me he will use me to prepare his people to go home in the rapture. He has shown me many listeners of the Lord's hour going home together in the rapture. And this is what, is, what excites me. This is what motivates me. Because Jesus was standing in front of me when he told me this, brothers and sisters. And so, praise you, Lord. This is what I'm here for. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So much going on. There's so much in our heart for the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The plans that we have to to have a community are still going on. Nothing is is, is put up. Everything is in the Lord's hand. We just got to pray. We got to continue to pray, brothers and sisters, because it's going to happen. Hallelujah. It's like the rapture. The departure, the hard parcel is going to happen before many things is going to happen. I'm going to tell you this from the Lord tonight. The rapture, the departure is going to happen. And it's going to happen sooner than what many of you think so. I'm here to tell you that from the Lord. Please take that word to heart. Because a lot of people have something in their mind and heart. And it's going to be before that. I tell you something. The rapture is going to be so soon 
the many thinks they have more time to prepare, and they will find out they have no more time because it's already ha- it already happened. I'm here to tell you that. I'm here to warn you about the rapture. You that probably think it's so far off. Hallelujah. You are wrong about the rapture. The Lord reminded me of this this past week. And I got to tell you this from the Lord. He reminded me that the rapture is going to happen sooner than what many things the Lord told me. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, God. There will be many people surprised and shocked, asking themselves, hallelujah, what would have happened if they would have prepared? They would have gone home to be with the Lord. They would have gone home to the wedding celebration. Thank you, Jesus. A lot of people are wasting their time. God has given them precious time to seek him, but they are wasting that precious time. God has given his, the world, everyone, plenty of time to repent, plenty of time to seek him, plenty of time to repent and prepare. But many are taking that time for granted. And the Lord told me that his coming, the rapture, the departure, is going to happen sooner than what many things. So when it's going to happen? I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And I got to tell you this. I hope the Lord convicts your heart, convicts your life to take repenting very serious, to get in repenting with the Lord, and to have the Lord search your heart in life, and to help you to be ready for his coming. Shalom there, brother body and sister Brenda, and the whole family. I am telling you this, brothers and sisters, Jesus is coming back. I am telling you, he is coming back. His word said he is coming back. And God is not a man that he will lie. Now the son of man, he will repent. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Oh, God is God is so awesome. What an awesome God we serve. I am in 2 Peter 3. This is what the Apostle Paul, the Apostle Peter, I'm sorry, brings to us from the Lord. This second epistle, beloved, he says, I am now writing unto you in both of which I stirred up your purity of mind by way of remembrance. See, brothers and sisters, why do we need to go back to the Word always, brothers and sisters? Why do we need to go back to the Word and read the Word again and read the Word again? Because the Word cleanses us. Jesus told his disciple, now ye are cleansed by the Word that I have given you. The word of God, the word of Jesus, brothers and sisters, cleanses us, cleanses our mind. How is your mind today? How is your life? Shalom, sister. Hallelujah. I love you, Heavenly Father. I haven't seen you for a while, and I'm glad you're back, sister. The word of God cleanses our mind, and it's very important. We go back to the word. The apostle Peter says, the second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in, in both which I stirred up your purity of mind by the way of remembrance. When you meditate on the word, 
when you remember what the Lord has said through his word, through his prophet, that word, brothers and sisters, cleanses your mind, purifies your mind. Thank you, Jesus. And when your mind gets purified, one way the Lord has taught me to ask him every, every night, every day, every, night, every time I'm in prayer with him, and to ask him to cleanse my mind with his blood and with his fire, brothers and sisters. And when you ask this, you, you say, Lord Jesus, please cleanse my mind with, with, your, with your, hallelujah, Lord Jesus, with your blood and your holy fire, Lord Jesus. Please, Lord Jesus. Please, holy Jesus. Please, holy Lord. Cleanse my mind, Lord Jesus. Cleanse my mind with your blood, body, soul, and spirit, Lord Jesus. With your holy blood and your holy fire, Jesus. In Jesus' name, also my heart. I say, Lord Jesus, please cleanse my heart with your holy blood and your holy fire. In Jesus' name I ask. In Jesus' name I pray. You ask this, brothers and sisters, and I can feel the blood. I can feel the blood. I can feel the fire cleansing me. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. You want to practice this right now. You want to go ahead and ask the Lord right now. Lord, cleanse my mind with your holy blood and your holy fire. Cleanse my heart with your holy blood and your holy fire. In Jesus' name I ask. In Jesus' name I pray. Whatever I ask in my name, what shall be given to me? Always remember that. Thank you, Lord, when you pray, when you're asking. Thank you, Jesus. And the Lord will not fail to do this. Why? Because he wants us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And the Lord will do it. He's faithful. He is faithful, brothers and sisters. Why do we need our, our, our heart to be cleansed? Why do we need our heart to be purified? Well, if you go to me, if you go with me, I'm sorry, to Matthew 5, thank you, Jesus, you notice what Jesus says, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. He is so awesome. He is so good. Who is like him? Who is like our God? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 5.8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they should see God. Well, Jesus is God. You're, Jesus is God. And so when he purifies your heart, you are, he gets you ready to see the Lord. He gets you ready to see God, to have that encounter with God one-on-one. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. We need to be pure in heart in order to see God. Thank you, Jesus. I believe by the word that in order for the bride to come and see the Lord, it needs to be purified with his blood and his holy fire. I believe what Jesus is doing in these last days to the bride of Christ is cleansing us, is purifying us, is getting us ready to see him. Because if our heart is not cleansed, it is not pure, we cannot see God. It needs to be pure. It needs to be cleansed. So don't stop asking the Lord to cleanse your heart, to cleanse your mind, to cleanse you, to purify your heart and life, to see him, because we want to see him. But specifically, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. You still ask the Lord to cleanse you. That's why, because everything is contaminated on you. So you ask the Lord to cleanse you with his blood and his holy fire every day. You just don't ask one day or once a week. You do it every day. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. But he specifically says the heart. Because out of the heart, hallelujah, comes the abundance, the sin. Mark 7, hallelujah, if we read it. 
Thank you, Jesus. We need the cleansing of the Lord for sure. Second Peter 3, 2 says, That ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken beforehand by the holy prophet and of the commandment of us, apostles, and of the Lord our Savior. I believe that because I practice this, brothers and sisters, that one of the things that help us to understand better the commandment of God is that when we pray and ask the Lord to cleanse our mind, when the holy blood is his holy fire in our heart and our life, brothers and sisters, when we do this every day, and then you read the Bible, then you understand what the Apostle Peter is talking about. Look what he says, that ye be mindful, that your mind will be occupied by the Word, or that the Word will take space in your mind, or that you can get hold of the Word in your mind. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. That you can meditate on God's commandment, because you meditate with your mind. You can meditate on your mind, and it can come down to your heart as your mind is being cleansed. So is your heart also will be cleansed when you meditate on the Word, because the Word cleanses you completely. It cleanses the disciples. They listen to Jesus every day. They were listening to his teaching, his Word, every day. Now you are cleansed because of the Word. What cleanses them? Whatever they had in their life that contaminated them was not there anymore. They were cleansed. They were completely cleansed. That's why when they were ready to be apostles, they were ready to go into ministry. They had no issue going into ministry after the, the Holy Spirit came upon them, brothers and sisters. Why? Because the word that Christ, that Jesus spoke to them daily, cleansed their life. We need to learn the power of the Word of God. Brothers and sisters, it can do so much. Not only can it bring cleansing into our life, it can also bring healing, physical healing, psychological, emotional healing, and spiritual healing. The Word can bring into our mind. Thank you, Jesus. I, I, I lay hand on a woman who has a psychological problem. She, she was seeing psychiatry every week, brothers and sisters counselor and psychiatrist every week. And I say, may I pray for you? She was telling me about her problem. And I asked her if she believed in God. She said, yes. And I said, can I pray for you? And I felt the anointing to pray for her. And as I lay hand on her, the power of God went into her mind. And it began like a cleansing in her. And she saw her mind put together again. She was healed. Was the word she used, healed. She said, I'm healed. I can think so clear, she said. Brothers and sisters, praise you, Lord. And all I did was proclaim what the Word of God says. By his strife, by his womb, we are healed. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. That word never gets old. Don't let the devil tell you that the Word of God is old, because that's a lie. The Word of God is a lie, brothers and sisters. The word of God is more powerful than any sword, than any weapon, than any nuclear weapon. The word of God is more powerful than any nuclear weapon, and it never gets old. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. The word of God is ready to do what God sent the word to do. That's why the prophet of old, all they did was believe God's word, pray about God's word, proclaim God's word, 
declare God's word, and the word of God came to pass in their life. And that everything they believe the word would do. Thank you, Jesus. The word of God doesn't get old, brothers and sisters. You're going to see people in the millennium, brothers and sisters, a year from now, claiming God's word and seeing the word coming to pass in front of all of us. And everybody's clapping. Woo, that is so awesome. You just claimed that and it just happened to you. Praise the Lord. And the millennium, the awesome things that I've seen is that you can claim God's word. I've seen it with my own eyes. And it happens right there in front of you. Brothers and sisters, right now, we don't see all these things. But in the millennium, it's going to be so clear. The millennium is practically like heaven. We claim God's word, and we all see it happens right there. Thank you, Lord. We all rejoice together. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, God. The only difference from here in the millennium or heaven is that in heaven there is no doubt. In the millennium there is no doubt and unbelief. And so when you ask for something, when you pray for something, it comes to pass right away. There's no doubt and unbelief. That's exactly the cleansing that the Word of God also do. When you go back to the Word, as the Apostle, Pope, the Apostle Peter said, remembrance, the Word of God began to cleanse your mind, your heart, your life, and it began to remove all doubt. We began to remove all unbelief. Pray for us. Ask the Lord that by His Word, remove out of you all doubt, all unbelief out of your life. And what happened when you pray now in prayer? Things begin to come to pass in a special way. I had asked people to come in agreement with me for their prayer, their petition, and I, brothers and sisters, I got to tell you, I've been rejoicing these past weeks of the people that have been writing to me. A sister wrote to me. Her father was in the hospital. He got healed. And she's writing to me, praise the Lord, after we got, we prayed in agreement, they fasted, and the Lord healed him. We felt sad in another way because another one, her father passed away, but he got saved. And, and she was telling me last night, uh, my father passed away and wanted to be with the Lord. And I said, that, that's an exciting news. That's an exciting news. How many people you know are going to heaven? You see, a lot of people are not focusing on the Lord. I'm not, I'm not being heavenly minded. Because, see, there has to be a joy when a soul, not only when a soul gets saved, but also when someone goes to heaven, we have to rejoice. I mean, I'll be happy if my mother goes to heaven. My father's in heaven. That's a joy to me. That doesn't make me sad. That gives me joy. We need to, to rejoice, brothers and sisters, with those that get saved and goes to heaven. The Lord took our father to heaven. He is with God. And I said, sister, the, he, your father is rejoicing in the throne of God right now. You should not be sad, but you should be happy that he is with God. How many other people are not saved or don't go to heaven? You see, praise the Lord, God Almighty. Thank you, Jesus. But this is how the sister father got healed, got healed this past week. Praise the Lord. These past weeks, hallelujah. Uh, praise the Lord, or glory to the Lord, now unto me. But we've been coming in agreement for people that need a job. They got them. Praise the Lord for that. And Brother Elvie got the job, my goodness, with a good-paid job. They, they didn't think possible they were going to get them. They said, we're going to try what you said. And the Lord told them, go for the higher-paid job. And they went for it, and they got it. Praise the Lord. The husband is working. Brothers and sisters, it's just been awesome to see things come to pass in people's lives 
as we had come in agreement and prayer. And I had told people, listen, whatever whatever you need prayer for, just email me. Praise the Lord. I, I always put my email. And if I forget and someone knows it, please just put it on the chat room. Praise the Lord. New people always come by asking questions. Hallelujah. They don't even know if we have a, 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 a the Lord's Hour page. And I say, oh, yeah, we do. Praise the Lord. They don't even know that. Thank you, Jesus. And praise God. I forget to put it on. See, the Lord's Hour page also. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. But email me there, brothers and sisters. Whatever, whatever. Uh, shalom there, house mama. Whatever you're going through, whatever you need prayer on. It could be family member. It could be anything. It could be a job. It could be a bad situation. You have to go to court. Uh, Victory, another sister, went to court. She, before she went to court, she, she praised the Lord, emailed me, Brother Elby, I got a case in court. I need you to pray. Praise the Lord. I, I, I need the Lord to intervene. I'm being sued. Uh, and praise the Lord. We pray. She got back to me. Oh, got total victory in the court. The, the judge had thrown the, the case away. They lost some victory in the court. It, it, it's been the Lord. It's just been the Lord. Doing all this, oh, glory to the Lord, not to me or anybody else, brothers and sisters. But I keep encouraging people that the Lord is for us. God is for us. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, brothers and sisters. That's what I want to say to people. No matter what you're going through, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Remember, you have a brother in Christ that will pray for you. I have a, a prayer list. With hundreds and thousands of people. Hallelujah. It's not going to get any bigger or any smaller. And even if it gets bigger, I present the whole prayer list to the Lord. Every day, brothers and sisters, just email me and I can add you to my prayer list. Your family, whatever your family is going through, I know the Lord will give you the victory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Well, thank you. Thank you for your uh, prayer, heart, Mama. I know you've been praying for me and I thank you for that very much. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Sometimes I'm praying for the people in California, and I remember you. Thank you, Lord, and, and praise you, Jesus. It's, it's so awesome because as I pray for the state, I can remember some, some of the different states that, that people here, the listener in the Lord's Hour, live in, and I just pray for them. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praying for Texas. I remember Brother Body, Brother Muslim. And, and many others, thank you, Lord, faithful listener of the Lord's Tower. Pray call labor in the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Remember Chicago, Sister Carla. And I just, I just praise you, Lord. I remember people by the state. Thank you, Lord. And, and when I go into the state, praying for the state. It's so sad what happened in Dallas, Texas this, this past week. All the shooting in Dallas. And what happened in Florida, Orlando. That was also very sad. Brothers and sisters, when things like this happen, immediately pray for the family. Praise the Lord. The Lord, uh, yes, pray for Washington State, Sister Marietta. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We, we need to uh, stay in prayer for the family. Hallelujah. It's very important, brothers and sisters, that, that we pray that those families that have lost those people in the shooting, uh, hallelujah, will, will, will find the Lord. If many are not saved, that they will find the Lord, and the Lord will, will, will bring salvation into the life, deliverance into the life, and much more. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I love you, Heavenly Father. I know you're from Washington, too. 
Praise you, Lord. We keep you in prayer there in Washington. Washington. I, I'm, I'm sorry, Washington or Chicago. Chicago. I'm sorry, Chicago. Our brothers and sisters from Chicago. Praise the Lord. We have a lot of brothers and sisters listening from Chicago and from Texas in California. Faithful listening. Brother Michael from California. He's another faithful listener. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Texas, Texas, Texas. Oh, man. Thank you, Lord. So, Texas, sister from Texas. Hallelujah. And so, so many uh, different states and so many listeners that we need to keep in, in, in Texas, people from here in Canada. Hallelujah. The faithful listener to the Lord's Tower, Australia. And hallelujah. See if I can forget, remember that other state close to Australia. UK. I know UK. Um, praise the Lord. Uh, I can't remember that other country, but it's so many countries, so many states that are faithful listeners to the Lord's Tower. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And so stay humble for the Lord and stay faithful with the Lord. Remember that I, I was sharing with, with my wife that if we are faithful in the little things the Lord is asking us to do, imagine God. You see, one thing that people don't think about is that God is faithful. No one can be more faithful than God. No one can be more faithful than Jesus. You and I cannot pray more than him. He, we cannot love him more than what he loves us. There is no way you and I can do anything more than him. We cannot even evangelize more than him. We cannot even testify more than him. No way we can do anything more than the Lord. Imagine the Lord is asking us to be faithful in the little things. And if we are faithful in the little things, imagine God to us, brothers and sisters. Imagine how faithful God is and all the things God will bring to pass in our life if we can remain faithful in the little things. He's not asking you and I in the big, but in the little one. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yes, we're glad to see you here, sister. Praise the Lord. So it's important that we continue to repent and we continue to seek the Lord, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. And we continue, the Lord told me this, continue to proclaim his promise, to remind him of his promise, because he's going to continue to answer those promises. Amen? To us, his word. He's going to continue to confirm that. Now, we heard from the, from, from the president, thank you, Jesus, of Egypt. Now, talking about Israel, thank you, Jesus. I'm going to go ahead and post this link on the chat room. Thank you, Lord. The name of this website or webpage, thank you, Lord. Let me see if I go ahead. Thank you, Lord. If American News.org, praise you, Lord. There's a good information there. Thank you, Lord. The Israelite and, and Palestinian conflict is one of the world major source of and its, and its ability of Americans that are directly connected to the conflict and in, increasingly in unparalleled by its devastation. Hallelujah. The goal of, of this American is to provide full, accurate information on this critical issue and our power and duty to bring resolution. Hillary Clinton is the leader in the two-state solution. I don't know if you know that they had a meeting last month in Germany in, in a few countries. Brothers and sisters, the German ambassador was there. 
John Kerry from the United States were there and a few other ones. Hallelujah. And they agreed, they signed deal of a two-state solution to bring it up on the table in September of 2016, this year, and the U.N., brothers and sisters, yeah, yes, I believe that was June 9 was the date. Praise the Lord. I was talking about this in Facebook last night, and people got really interested about this. Some people did not have no idea that this happened. The two-state solution, it is believed by the United States and this nation that signed this agreement, had already been signed without the participation of Israel and the leader of the Palestinian Abbas, without Netanyahu and Abbas. Of course, the Pope has been one of the leaders in this conflict and the two-state solution. The Pope is going to Israel again, representing all the Arab nations, in case you didn't know this, on this two-state solution. It's like he's going to congratulate all the Arabs because they're going to finally have their state, their capital, East Jerusalem. It's what the Pope is going to Israel for, in case you didn't know that. Hallelujah. It is so sad they have gone this way. The United States and the European nations have used their power, their power, the euro and the dollar, to to force force the two-state solution against Israel. It is so sad they're doing this. This is very, very sad. But it's what they have done. And they are going to bring it before the U.N. Over 30 members of the U.N. agreed on this two-state solution. Okay? Out of all the members, over 30, I believe the number was 39 of them, agreed, which is more than half of the U.N. members that are going to vote on this as soon as they put it on the table. They're going to bring it on the table in New York, and they're going to discuss this matter. Avas and Netanyahu are being invited. Netanyahu has not agreed to this yet, but they are forcing him to agree. They are forcing Netanyahu to agree to this, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. And so, praise the Lord. God is going to allow this. For 42 months, the Bible said that the Gentiles were set to feed there in that, in that land of Israel, in Jerusalem. For 42 months, hallelujah, for three and a half years, Jerusalem will be conquered by the Gentiles. 42 months, for three and a half years, brothers and sisters, it's what it believes that it's going to happen. And this is going to be brought into the table in September, before the U.N., and they are going to vote on this. But we already know that 39 members of the U.N. already agreed 100% with this, okay? So that means this is already approved, if you want to look at it this way. It's been approved by the nations, the more powerful nations, and now by the U.N., which will lead Israel into the Psalm 83 war, for instance. This is exactly what it's going to do. What the president of Iran has said is, in the moment this is, this is agreed upon on the U.N., they, if Israel doesn't participate or agreed, they're going to declare war on Israel. It's what the president of Iran has said to their own people. 
brothers and sisters. He has said it publicly to his own people, the new president of Iran, that if Israel don't agree with the UN, with all the nations, on this agreement, the division of Jerusalem, they are going to the, the Arab nations led by Iran are going to declare war on Israel. And that is the word from Iran on the internet, brothers and sisters. That is, this is, this is just so sad. This is so sad. So sad. It's what they want. Hallelujah. The two-state solution already has a, a wiki page. Hallelujah. A wiki page on the two-state solution. Here's the link. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You say solution are referred to a solution of Israel and Palestinian conflict commonly under the discussion. They have they have made this that this is a conflict when it, this is not a conflict. This is a division of the land, brothers and sisters, of Jerusalem. Look how they made it. They created a wiki page, and now they said it, it's a it's a it's a conflict. It's a it's a conflict currently under discussion, and they think that when they bring it to the UN. The Jerusalem gets divided. The eastern part goes to the Palestinians, and the other part goes to the, uh, sadly to say, to, to the Jewish people. They're going to divide Jerusalem. And this is so sad, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus. Which is called the two-state solution of two groups of people. The two-state solution uh, investigate independent state of the Palestinians. There you go. Alongside of the state of Israel. West of the Jordan, look at it right there. The independent, they say, the independent. It, it, no independent, they're taking the land from the Jewish people, that's what they're doing. No, what, what independent? The, 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 the Palestinians are not captive, and the Jewish people neither on their own land. So there's no independent here. Israel has been independent since, since uh, hallelujah, 1963. Independence of the Palestinians along the uh, alongside of the state of Israel, west of the Jordan River, alongside, that's not the truth of the matter. The eastern part of Jerusalem is what being divided. They are even misinforming people. They are even, the government and all these people are misinforming people. Brothers and sisters, this is so sad. It is just so sad. So please keep the peace of Jerusalem in your prayer. Let that be the first prayer that you pray every day for the peace of Jerusalem. Thank you, Lord. Another thing they say, the boundary between the two states, it is still subject to dispute negotiation. The Jewish people have been very clear. They are not willing to negotiate their land. Well, that is not what the nations are saying. They say, they're say they saying it's up for negotiation. The boundary between the two states, it is still subject to dispute and negotiation. There's no dispute and there's no negotiation. It is settled. Jerusalem is the capital of the Jewish people. When did that came a dispute or a negotiation? They're not selling the land, and they don't want to share the land either. That's their land. With the Palestinian and Arab leadership insisting on the 1967 border, they have no right to insist on no negotiation border because this land belongs to the Jewish people, and they conquer this land back in 1967. So this is, it belongs to them. Where did they get the, 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 the land and offer negotiation? This is a misinformation, misled, misled, misled information, which is not accepted by Israel. 
the territory of former mandate Palestine, which should now form part of the Palestinian state, to be part of the Israelite territory. There you go. Which they say, another, another misleading information, brothers and sisters. It, it is all misleading information and all this. The territory of the former mandate, which should, uh, mandate Palestine, which should not form part of the Palestinian state. Yes, it's what they're claiming. It's what the Palestinians are claiming. The eastern part, part of their state, and the moment it gets signed by the U.N., they are claiming it already, brothers and sisters. Should be part of the Israelite territory, brothers and sisters, which they say the West Bank belongs to the Palestinians. Now why they're saying it's part of the, uh, of, uh, of the Israelite territory. They say yes, and then they say no. They're misleading people. They're definitely misleading people. The framework of the solution is set up out in the U.N. solution on the peaceful set, uh, settlement of the question of Palestine, going back to ni- 1974. This information that was just put up here, this wiki page was outdated. If you notice, this wiki page was outdated. And look what they put in there that is also misleading. The framework of the solution is set up in the U.N. resolution of the peaceful settlement of the question on the Palestine. That is wrong and misleading. That was never questioned to be part, never in history was questioned to be part of the Palestinians. It's always part of the Jewish people. Now they went back to 1974 and made it part of it, like it was part of it since 1974 when it was not. This is all misleading information. The solution called for the two states, Israel and Palestine. That was not the call they made. Now the same was part. If you go back two years backwards, if you go back two years, you'll, you'll find out on the news that this was not what they were claiming. But now they have made it official that this is what they're claiming because they're going to get it through the, through the U.N. It was the U.N. who defined how the Palestinians will have their state and where. It was them together with the United States and the European nation. They were the one who defined. Israel was never one of the divide Jerusalem. It was never in the plan. But it was this, these people today who's going to meet in September of this year to vote on this. The resolution go for the two state of Israel and Palestine. That is a nonsense. There was never an agreement by Israel on this. Side by the side within the secure and recognized border together with a just resolution on refugee question, conformity with the U.N. resolution of 194. They have given a number, 194. Brothers and sisters, here it is. I'm reading you what they are saying and what they are planning, because this is what they're planning for September. This is, this is good for you to know, because this is going to come on the news on CNN and Fox News in September of this year. You want to be informed. So you know what they're planning. This is the plan of the nation, the plan that they're going to bring on the table through the U.N., which I've been talking about for years. And now we got the wiki page informing us what they're planning. The borders of the two states, the border of the state of the Palestine that are based on the pre-1967 border, they even went back to 1967. Netanyahu talked about this, brothers and sisters. Netanyahu talked about this that they're going back to the 1967 and 1974. Why are they doing that, Netanyahu said? There was never no agreement with Israel 
in the Arab nation, the in Palestine, about the the two-state solution. There was never an agreement. Now they're making up the story as they go along, and they put in international news and international information for people to see a wiki page they created on this. And so you see how far they are willing to go to divide Jerusalem. How far? The latest resolution in November 2020 was passed, 165 to 6, with sex abstention. The country voting against were Canada, Israel, United States, the Federal State of uh, Micronesia, Marshall Island, and, and Palau. The Palestinians have shown serious interest in the two-state solution since the mid-70s. Since the mid-70s. This information was added onto it. Brothers and sisters, they had conflict since 1960 and before, since the 60 and before. But there was no shown, no. Hallelujah. Because the land of Israel was under that control many years ago. They just wanted to claim the whole land of Israel. There was no interest that they just wanted to divide Jerusalem. This all this been planned in the last months, brothers and sisters. It's been they've been planning this. Of course, the devil has been planning this for much longer than this, because it's all been the plan of the devil. He knows that Jesus is coming to the Jewish people. Praise the Lord. He came when he came the first time. He came to his own, and his own received not. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yeah, there's so many confirmations that Obama is leaving office, but Father God will get him out of there for sure. I don't know if he's going to get him out, out this year or next year, brothers and sisters, but Father God's going to get him out. I don't know the timing. You see, there will be events. God is going to get the one in the White House he won. He's going to remove Obama is what he showed me. He did not show me when, but I believe in this election there will be surprise because Obama wants to go to the U.N. That's where he's setting his place, that he wants to go. Whether he go out peacefully or not, I don't know. I don't know, but we got to keep praying for this nation. The nation of Israel and this nation, we got to keep them in prayer, brothers and sisters, because the Lord showed me martial law. Hallelujah. The Lord, hallelujah, showed me martial law in this nation. It might be that all this shooting around the nation is setting up, is, set, is being set up to declare martial law in every state. That's what I, I hear people saying, too. Hallelujah. I believe Donald Trump will be the one God will put in office, brothers and sisters. When I was shown the man that God was going to put in office, to me it looked like Donald Trump. I'm not saying it's him, but I'm telling you, and I said it, it looked like him. But God did not want me to see his face. I close. Hallelujah. But yes, martial law is coming. Martial law is coming. And they're going to declare martial law. I don't know if you, hope, if you have heard about the full stamp shortage in the United States. That is another problem. Now, the country is broke. And I believe that either Obama or whoever comes into office will have to, hallelujah, declare hallelujah, would have to say, brothers and sisters, that the, the country is bankrupt. And we'll have to declare bankruptcy on the nation. Jesus showed this to me like three years ago. Hallelujah. The country, just to survive, has to, has to declare bankruptcy 
and just just for the government to survive. And people were rioting everywhere. There was a total mess, rioting everywhere, going around the nation of the United States, in every city, in every, in every major city. There was riots. I was looking. I believe it was in New York at that time. New York was a total mess because of martial, uh, because of uh, rioting, because people were claiming whether the SSI ch- uh, check or the Social Security check went. Now, if we have 50, 56 million people on full stem, and the shortage is coming about now, 56 million people are not going to have way to eat anymore very soon. Now, I don't know how many million, someone can look it up while I'm talking on the Lord's Tower, how many million are, are exercised, and how many million are on Social Security, brothers and sisters. But I tell you, there might be more millions on Social Security than full stem, and there's more millions of people on exercise, receiving an exercise check every month, than, than full stem. If I'm wrong, look it up. I'm not sure. I don't know. But I, I'm just giving you an average percentage of people. But I'm telling you, someone look it up. Look up the information. I, I don't know, sister. It might be. Only the Lord knows the day and the hour. We don't know. Thank you, Lord. But I tell you, when this SSI check and, and Social Security check disappear, this is going to be the mess because first, full stamp will be gone. Full stamp will be completely gone. This uh, SSI check and Social Security check. Imagine without those two checks, now at the full stamp, brothers and sisters, how much people will have nothing to eat. I want you to think about this tonight. I want you to meditate on this tonight. How much, how much millions of people, maybe what, 50 million, I'm sorry, 250 million or 150 million people at least will have no income, will not be able to buy food or pay the rent, pay the bills. That's what we're talking about. This is exactly what we're talking about. This is what this nation is heading to. Praise the Lord. This is why now is not the time. Hallelujah. 45 million on full stem. Amen. Now, how many million on exercise? How many million on Social Security? We'll add all the, all the millions and we'll, we'll get an amount. It got to be all to 150 million at least. At least. And I know I'm wrong because I know it might be much more than that. I know I'm wrong on the numbers. But look it up so you can get an idea how bad things are going to get soon because things are going to get really bad. That's what this nation is heading. The Lord showed us to be three years ago. Hallelujah. To look for these signs and already seeing the full stamp shortage, brothers and sisters, in different states. There it is. 59 million collecting Social Security. Now, uh, SSI, the SSI check now. We're going to have this number in a minute. Praise you, Lord. So we see in how much trouble this country is going to go in very soon. We already got 104 million people. Depending on the check to pay the, to, to, thank you, Lord. All right, praise the Lord. We already we got the, the, the Social Security. Now we need the SSI. Praise the Lord. And, and thank you, Lord. We, we get an idea. Praise the Lord. I, I'll let you continue. To, uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. That, it is an outrageous number, 104 million so far 
are about to not have those check come in, especially those that receive it on the mail or get direct deposit to the bank account. Imagine when they, they at the end of the month, they go out to, to look for their Social Security check, and it's not there. They're not able to buy food. They're not able to uh, pay the bills, support their children, their family. Brothers and sisters, this, this is coming. This is coming. I'm not here to scare you. I'm here to inform you for you to, 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 to have something to pray about, something important that is going to come, because it was the Lord Jesus himself. I tell you this. When the Lord showed me the riots and the things that were going on, when I looked to my to when to my when I looked, Jesus was standing next to me, brothers and sisters. And he was talking to me. He said, When you see these things coming, happening, he says, Don't come out of your house. I don't want you to come out of your house, he says to me. Stay indoors. That's why the Lord had talked to me about putting emergency food supply away. Put 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 away food. How to stack up on food. And the things you can put away, praise you, Lord, because it's so much we are going to need. The nation is going to enter in a great situation very soon, great emergency, and a lot of people are not even prepared. Praise you, Lord. We got 104 million so far out of, what, 365 million of the whole nation. Hallelujah. Now, verse 3 of Second Peter 3, knowing this first, that they should come in the last days coffer, walking after their own lust. Hallelujah. Now, the words coffer, hallelujah, are people that like to mock. People that like to mock. People, hallelujah, that like to mock other people. They like to mock God specifically, because we're talking about God. 8.9 million. I don't know how accurate that is, but I'll take I'll take that, and that will make it 112.9 million. Out of how many uh, how many people in 2016 the U.S. Are? Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm putting in 2016 right now in the U.S. Praise you, Lord. How many million we had in the U.S.? Hallelujah. The population. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I'm not getting an accurate number here. Praise you, Lord. In all 50 states. I'm not getting a number here. Thank you, Lord. Maybe someone will have to look that out, too. How many people knew yes in 2016? Okay, 300. Oh, thank you, Lord. 300. 323 million, I'm getting. 323 million. Hallelujah. I'm not sure if this is accurate, but it's what I'm getting online. This is how much people we have, 323 million. And so you, you calculate 323. Hallelujah. 323 minus uh, 112.9 one, million. So 210 million would would have an income, they have an income that works. The other 112.9 million would have nothing, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. And this is uh, hallelujah. We'll go hungry. That is so sad. 112.9 will go hungry in the U.S. 
This this is what this country is about. Now, is the government is, is there enough police in the whole United States to police 112 million people looting in the street? 112 million people going hungry in every different state. Let's say uh, 30 million or, or 20 million in Texas, 30 million in California, 30 million in New York, and then the rest of all the country. We don't have that much police to police all these people, to secure anyone home on store very soon. This is what, what the country is about to go in. And a lot of people don't realize, why, is the Lord, why does the Lord continue to show his people that this, this, this martial law will have to be declared very soon in all 50 states? Because of this problem that the nation is about to go in, 112.9 million will go hungry in the United States very soon. How, how can anyone support this amount of people? Hallelujah. How can anyone? Hallelujah. That's what we got to do, sister. Before I expire, you got to consume it and then get new ones in. That's what I did. I noticed a lot of stuff I had was, was about to expire. So we started using the things that were going to expire. Hallelujah. Consume it on a daily basis. And then, you know, we got to get new stuff in. I've been thinking about the same thing. That's why I've been holding back from buying things. But now I notice that the Lord is keeps, is keeps telling us through his prophet, look, this thing is about to come. It's about to happen. My people need to be ready. My people are not ready. Is what the Lord is saying. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So that is, that's another point. If it goes bad, people will still eat it. Because people are going to be going hungry. I don't know if you notice in your, in your state, but there's a lot of homeless people lately. Besides all the people here in North Carolina that they have thrown in the FEMA camps, brothers and sisters, now there's still a lot of homeless going around. How much homeless people can they throw in a female camp and try to put the RFID on them? They have put the RFID in a lot of people. I don't know if, if some of you are from, from uh, North Carolina, but this is happening in Northern in the South of Carolina. You don't see a lot of homeless people here. Go to the female camp and find out what's going on with them. It's a lot of things happening. A lot of things happening, brothers and sisters. Praise you, Lord. There's a lot of people are not ready for. But if we pray... If we seek the Lord, the Lord is going to help us. Our help, our help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He is going to be the one helping us. And so we have, we have to go to the Lord and all this and say, Lord, you need to help us. In the last days, says Peter, there will be markers. There will be people mocking God, making fun of us, making fun of God. But you know they're wrong. Because whatever God is saying to his prophets is going to come to pass. It's going to come to pass. Praise the Lord. He is warning us for our own good. Verse 4. And saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since our father fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. Look at the nonsense that these markers are saying. Where is the rapture? Where is the departure? Brothers and sisters. That's what they continue to tell people. Where's the departure? Where's the apostle? Where's the rapture? Why have the rapture not happened yet? And you Christians keep talking about the rapture. You have a lot of Christian leaders today that used to believe in the rapture, 
They have changed their mind. Hallelujah. They have changed their mind about the, the rapture. But the Lord said that these things would happen in the last day, in the latter day, last days, brothers and sisters. These are the last days that will end, and we can see the signs. We can see the shooting in the different states. Things are going to get worse, not better. And if you're not trusting in the Lord, if you're not holding on to Jesus, if you are not holding on to the Lord, you are going to suffer. And the Lord doesn't want you to suffer. Praise the Lord. Yes, we are going to, to the beginning of pain. Hallelujah. Before the child is born, the woman has to have pain, labor pain. It's what the Bible calls it where we are. We are in labor pain, which the woman will tell you. Those are the worst pain. Praise you, Lord. No, it's not the worst pain. The worst pain comes after. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Labor pain is not easy. Hallelujah. We are in the latter pain. Latter day, I'm sorry. Oh, latter pain also. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. And the Lord is going to take us home before what a lot of people think. The Lord's going to come for us. The Lord reminded me this past week. He's going to come before what many, many things, which is great of me. Praise the Lord. But I don't want people to say, when the Lord reminded me of that, it shook me of it. It shook me. It shook, it shook my being. Why? Because then I'm like, oh, no. So I, I got to warn people. I got I to gotta let them know that many other things that the Rasha will take, Whatever time they think, the Lord's going to come right before us. And they'll be surprised because I remember the tribulation. When one of the last uh, tribulation experience the Lord gave me, a revelation, one of the men said, if the Lord would have given me more time, I would have prepared, he said. You see, people were seeking for more time in the tribulation to prepare for the rapture. So it happens. It happens. That's why now is the time. And a lot, of, a lot of saints are not taking advantage of God's precious time. This is the time to be repenting. Don't let anyone tell you you're uh, repenting too much is no good. No, no. It's good always to repent. Turn away. Turn away from sin is always good. And that's what God wants us to do. Thank you, Lord. You see, that one of the first things the markers are saying, where is the coming of the Lord? Where is the coming of the Lord? And then they say, oh, since creation, this is the way things have been. So they know the word. They know the Bible. But now they're mocking God. They're laughing. God have mercy. Verse 5. For this they are willfully ignorant, says Peter. Hallelujah. Why are they willfully ignorant? Why is he saying they are willfully ignorant? Because they know already. See, if you know what the word of God says, and then you mock God, you laugh at God. Hallelujah. You say, oh, this is not going to happen. You're being willfully ignorant. You're willing to be ignorant. You are choosing to be ignorant. That by the word of God, the heaven were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water. The earth is standing in the water. And the, the, the dry came out of the water, out of the way, out of the water. Hallelujah. When God spoke the word in the beginning, the water were above. And God made a division between the water and the dry and the earth and the land. 
God made it this way in the beginning because God had a plan and a purpose. And God wanted to teach us through that, that God devised what he has and sets it apart. And God put everything in a place. God is going to come for us in his timing. His timing has a place in creation because timing is a creation of God. That's what he meant. Timing is a creation of God, and timing has a place in creation, but it's only a place, but it will be removed. The millennium is going to be for a thousand years. Then we enter eternity. Can you tell time and eternity? No. There's no time and eternity. Because time has a place now, and a place in the millennium, and then no more. When we, when we talk about time and eternity, we're going to laugh. It's going to be a joke. Oh, and we thought it was so long. After we live a, a, a million years with the Lord, we're going to think about this time and we're going to laugh so hard. I think we're going to drop in the floor and we'll be laughing. Oh, man, I was so ignorant. We knew so little. My God. And we're going to be laughing and laughing all day long, thinking about this time. And we thought 24 hours, nothing. A year, nothing. 40 years, nothing. We'll be throwing ourselves in the floor laughing. How did we thought that was long? Look, look, we've been around for a year, a million years since that time. <laughs> and we thought that was long. Boy, were we. That devil who was thrown in the lake of fire tried to really entice us with time. He was tempting us with time, and we didn't even know. We thought it was too long for the coming of the Lord to, to take us home to heaven. And because we're already there for a million years or a billion years, we're laughing, laughing all day long about it. Every time we talk about it, we're going to laugh. We thought it was too long. There's nothing. That's why this is an eternity with God. God is calling you and I through Christ Jesus, who died on the cross and shed his blood for you and I, to come and live with him, through him, forever. What is going to hold you back in eternity? Nothing. Nothing, no one is going to stop you from serving God in eternity. You will jump up and down if you want to speak in tongues all day long. No one is going to bother you. No one is going to tell you I don't believe in tongues. Got a lot of people today telling people they don't believe in tongues that are of God. No one is going to stop you from praying. Now if you tell someone who is not a believer, I need to go pray for an hour. They'll look at you like, what is wrong with you? And he tells me, you tell me you're going to go to prayer, I'll say, bravo, sister, bravo, brother, go ahead. Spend time with your God. Thank you, Lord. Think about it. See, the devil is trying to use something limited, hallelujah, something limited, something that has no sense because it's only a creation of God, and we know it says because God created it, to use it against you and I. Oh, look how many years you've been waiting. So what, devil? Oh, look how hard it's been for you. So what? It's going to end. Our suffering has a limited time. Uh, how long will you rejoice? How long are you going to be enjoyed by God? Tell me. You that read your Bible every day, tell me for how long your joy is going to last. If you can tell me. For how many years is your joy is going to last? 
For how many years are you going to rejoice in the Lord? Tell me if you can. Tell me if you can. If you can, if you can give a time for your joy and eternity. If you can give a years and eternity for your joy in the Lord. I thank you, Jesus. For how long are you going to be in his presence in eternity? How long are you going to enjoy God every day of your life? If you can time me, give me the years. And I tell you, it's going to be for eternity. It's going to be for, hallelujah, forever and ever and ever and ever. Your joy is not going to be taken from you. No one will take your joy. No one is going to take that God has given you, that you're going to have with your daddy, your father who is welcoming you into heaven. I remember when father said to me, tell my children that they will be here with me in this place. Before he tells me, you can come in the new Jerusalem. Oh, God, I thought I was not worthy. I'm looking at the new Jerusalem in front of me. I'm in the border of the new Jerusalem. I dare not to take a step, brothers and sisters, to the new Jerusalem, because that place is holy. And I know what the word says, that nothing impure will enter in the new Jerusalem. Nothing. And I'm thinking of my own self and my own life, because I don't want to perish. I didn't want God to throw me in hell, <laughs> because we still sin. That's why. But Father God, because he, it was Jesus that brought me up there. He had cleansed me with his blood. The blood of Jesus cleanses us from all unrighteousness. He says, my son, you may come in. Oh, when Father says those words, I took a step into the new Jerusalem. That, when I, I'm looking at the floor of the new Jerusalem. The floor is made of gold. That city foundation is made of gold. I'm looking up Golden Street. I've never seen Golden Street before, especially on the third. I've seen Bird Street, but not Golden Street. Hallelujah. I've seen much dirt, but not gold, not street made of gold. And the, the, the gold looks so beautiful and so pure, so transparent, that I didn't dare wanted to take a step. Hallelujah. And Father God says, you may enter, my son. Oh, God, have mercy on me. And I take that step. In the moment I took that step and I entered that city, I began to dance around in the spirit. It was like the spirit of God took hold on me. And I began to dance in the spirit, worshiping God at a level that no one told me it was possible. I had never read it was possible to be in the joy of the Lord. With so so much presence of God and so much joy, with the presence that God fills you from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, and you are dancing in Father's presence, and you cannot remember one thing but to thank God and worship Him. Oh God! At one time, I'm in, I'm in that glory, and these beautiful angels said to me, "Open your mouth and worship Him." My mouth was open. I could not even close my mouth, I tell you this in heaven. I was in the glory of Father, and I could not close my mouth with the amazement 
on how great God is. Words cannot describe him. He is so awesome and so great that great and awesome are sure are too little to describe God. There is no word to describe God. Every word in the dictionary is too small. It is too insignificant to, the, to how they describe the greatness, the glory, the majesty of Father. There is no word to describe him. All I know now what the prophet, why did the prophet spoke the way they spoke? Because there's no word in the dictionary. There's no intellect on this earth to describe God. I thank you, Jesus, for Father. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord Jesus. Touch every heart, Lord. Touch every heart, every mind. Every life listening, Lord, touch them in a special way, Lord. Let your anointing, Lord, this afternoon, this night, Lord. Let your anointing, Lord, strengthen, Lord, those that are weak. Give them the strength, Lord, they need, Lord Jesus. Give them the strength, Lord, they need to serve you, Lord, to grab onto you by faith, Lord Jesus. Like Noah, Lord, they may grab onto you, Lord. No matter if everyone is corrected, Lord, all flesh are corrected themselves, but Noah found faith before the Lord, found grace before the Lord. I thank you, Jesus. He walked by faith, not by sight. Noah walked by faith. He found grace. He found Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Jesus is available for each and one of us tonight. His presence is here. His anointing is here for all of us. I thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord, oh God Almighty. There's no word to describe God unless no word to describe Jesus. Hallelujah. He is too great. He is too awesome. Thank you, Lord. I said to the Lord, Lord, if I'm able to go on tomorrow night, you help me. If I'm able to go on the Lord's hour tomorrow night, Lord, help me. Lord, I don't know if I'm able. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know if I'm able, Lord. I need the Lord every day, brothers and sisters. I don't know you, but I need the Lord every day. I can do nothing without the Lord. I, I struggle too much without the Lord. I need him every day of our life. Hallelujah. Some people may say, how can you not get tired of being in his presence? No, I want more of him. More and more of him. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you for your presence and anointing, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Without you, Lord, there's nothing we can do, Lord. We need your help, Jesus. All the struggle, the struggle we have. We all have the struggle. Thank you, Lord. But his mercy, his grace is sufficient. Remember that. Hallelujah. His grace is sufficient. I thank you, Lord. It is sufficient for you and I. Thank you, Lord. Verse 6 of Second Peter 3. Whereby the world, as it then was, being overflowed with water, perished. In the times of Noah, the world was beautiful. Oh, even though after Adam and Eve sinned, the garden was there. They would, yes, they were kicked out of the garden. But the earth was beautiful. It never rained. Water came from below. And every tree had enough water, rivers, beautiful. But God, who created all that beauty out of his beautiful presence, now has to destroy it because all flesh got corrupted by the Nephilim. The fallen angel came with the daughters of men, men. And I don't know how Noah remained faithful to God. 
with these 30 foot, 60 foot angels walking around the earth, polluting all flesh, contaminating all flesh. That, that must have been so hard. But no brothers and sisters remain faithful to the Lord. It don't matter how bad it is. Yes, the earth is full of demons. Demonic forces all over the earth. But you know what? Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the seven men. As it was in the day of Noah, the earth was corrupted with all type of sin by demonic forces, fallen angels. But you know what? Jesus died on the cross. We have greater promises. And Jesus defeated them on the cross. He deployed all principality. He overcame Satan and all his demon and principality on the cross. You and I can come in prayer and say, Lord, you defeat them on the cross. We claim victory, Lord. We don't need to be afraid. Brothers and sisters, Jesus defeated them at the cross. They are defeated beings. They're evil, but they're defeated. Jesus defeated them on the cross. Brothers and sisters, greater is he in us than he that is in the world. Brothers and sisters, we got victory over them. Victory. He overcame them in all temptation. There was not a single temptation they didn't throw on Jesus in the wilderness. The devil and his demon came to tempt the Lord. But in every temptation, Jesus overcame him by the word. We need to understand the power of the word of God. The devil used the word against Jesus. We have a lot of people using the word against you and I. But do you know your Bible? Do you know what the word says? That's why God said through his prophet, there's no need no one to teach us, but the anointing will teach us. I feel sad for a lot of people who go to different churches and different leaders looking for teachers, and that is wrong. You want, you want God to lead you to the place he wants you to be and learn? Ask the Lord to lead you. Ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to all truth. Praise you, Lord. I, I, I love this brother from, from France. Great man of God. He was following a teacher for long distance. When he, when, somehow he, he came across the Lord's hour. And he talks to Jesus. He went in prayer with the Lord. He says, Lord, can I listen to this man? And Jesus said, yes, you may listen to him. He, he, he brings my word. He's mine. He had no fear to tell me. Thank you, Lord. We need to seek the Lord for everything. I tell the people, hallelujah. I tell the people, hallelujah. If you come and you're a man or woman of God, if you think you're not a God, you go to the Lord. You don't just say he's not a God. No, you go to the Lord. You seek the Lord because you want to be fed the right word. You want to be fed by the Lord. Usually when a man or a woman is not a God, he or her is not backed by the Holy Spirit. It's not backed by God. They might have emotion, 
but the presence is not there. But when the presence is there, when a man or a woman of God, God confirmed through his spirit to our spirit that we are the sons of God. Romans 8, read it. He confirmed to our spirit that we are the sons of God. Praise you, Lord. When we are of God, there is a confirmation from the spirit of God that is in us to your spirit. That is the Holy Spirit of God in you. He'll let you know he is of God. She is of God. You always seek for that confirmation. Thank you, Lord. I have met great men of God. And, and when they have said, I want to work with you, I said, let me talk to the Lord about it. And then some, some have they've been very surprised. Like, what do you need to pray about it for? I'm a man of God. I'm a pastor. I'm a pastor. What do you mean? I said, uh, with, with, with all disrespect, but I would like to go to the Lord about this. He's like, but, I mean, look, I, I got a church. I got this, you know. I've been in, in ministry for 70 years. Why do you need to go to the Lord about it? He, he tried to stop me from going to the Lord to see whether he is a proof of God, brothers and sisters. I felt so sad for him. And I said, let me explain to you, Pastor. Praise the Lord. I like to hear from the Lord about anyone. Thank you, Lord. You can do the same for me, too. Praise the Lord. And then he's like, praise the Lord. Because they want to tell you, oh, I've been in ministry for 20 years or 30 years. You know, look at my ID. Look at all the ministry I work with. Look where my church is. And all that. That doesn't mean nothing to me. I'm sorry. Praise the Lord. And what Jesus has to say about you. That's what it means. Hallelujah. And I don't mean to offend no man, no man and no woman of God. I'm sorry. I don't mean to offend people. But we need to seek the leading of the Spirit. We need, to, we need to be led by the Spirit. We need to seek from the Lord to see who is of God, especially in the last days, brothers and sisters. Very important. Very, very important. Thank you, Lord, because the Lord will confirm. The Lord will lead us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. It's very important. But you know that. Paul told Timothy to, be, to seek to be approved of God. If, if Paul was approving Timothy, and Timothy had a, a testimony with Paul, why did Paul tell him to, be, to seek to be approved of God? Because it's very important that God confirm that you are his. That's why. Thank you, Lord. That's very important. That many people don't do it today. And that's why they get into trouble. And someone who they thought was of God, now is bringing in false teaching, bringing in things that are not in the Word, are not in the Bible. They're like, oh, what do I do now? I already made, made a, a, hallelujah, an agreement with this ministry. I already signed an agreement paper with this ministry. Hallelujah. And now they bound by what they sign. Hallelujah. Now they bound by what they sign. Some people go to some churches and they make them sign paper, agreements. With men, not with God, but with men. And then they can't get out of it. So what do I do now? That's why you pray before you sign anything. You, before you agree with anyone, that's why you pray, especially in regard to, to the Lord and His Word. Very, very important. I remember the brother that went to the church that the pastor has the RFID in his right hand, the musician, the leader, the leader musician, the lead musician. He also had the RFID in his right hand. And they show it to the congregation, so it's not such exciting news and information to the people. And look, look, we got the RFID, our information is secure, and all that. And she's like, she, has, she heard this on the Lord Tower, 
but she was seeking for a church to congregate, to, I mean, to fellowship with people. And all of a sudden, she's in the church, and now she's seeing that the pastor just got in the RFID that, that week that the, the, the worship leader had told him to get it because it was wonderful, your information is secure, and he's showing it in his right hand. Look, you can even hardly even notice the pastor was saying. And she's trembling. She could hardly move. Her leg was so weak and, and shaky, and she's like, so all she could remember is what Elby has said on the Lord's hour. I am telling you, this stuff is all over the nations, all over the world now. I mean, people from Central America and different parts of the world are writing to me that the RFID is everywhere where they are, brothers and sisters. It started in the United States, and it's all over the world, the RFID. People from all over the world are getting it in a weekly basis. From the time I began to talk about the RFID to now, millions of people more have gotten it, and millions more are in line to get it. One of the brothers that got the RFID told me, that when he got it, he had to make an appointment, hallelujah, for, for five weeks ahead. That's how many people the hospital told him they have a line of people to get the RFID. Five weeks ahead, he had to make the appointment, him and his two friends, brothers and sisters. And I said, why, why so long? He said, because the lady told us that so many people, they have a list to get the RFID. All those people list. He has to wait five weeks to go to the hospital and get it. I said, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. Praise you, Lord. And some people have said, you need to talk about the RFID more, Brother Elvie, on the Lord's hour. This, this is happening more. Now that friends and families are getting now people are beginning to be concerned about it and talk about it and say, ooh, you know, when you talked about it on the Lord's hour, we thought you were a little, you know, but. This is really making sense now. This is happening. Hallelujah. Babies are getting the RFID. That's another news I heard, too, that shocked me. They are putting the RFID on babies. And companies, hallelujah, companies are dedicated for this now, for babies. To put it on babies, the RFID, on kids. They're putting in one-year-old. This is incredible. I heard in California they're doing this. They're putting it on babies, family. Uh, so wealthy family already are putting it on the babies. This, this is incredible. It's happening more and more and more. Now, teachers are talking to our kids about the RFID. They're, they're not asking us for permission. They're giving our kids pamphlet with information about the RFID in school, in second grade. In third grade and fourth grade, they're doing this now without parent permission. And this is happening in the United States because I heard this from parents. As I was talking about the RFID, a brother comes home from work and what his daughter bringing his hand, a pamphlet for her teacher, fourth grade, of information about the RFID. What, what do you think he, he remember? What he heard on the Lord's Tower, the RFID. His daughter, four years old, had a pamphlet from school about the RFID. He contacted me. He was, he said, I'm calling the school tomorrow. They did not ask me for permission on this. It's happening, brothers and sisters. It's happening. It's just happening everywhere. That's why if we are aware that this is happening, we have to say, I don't agree with this. Don't talk to my kid about this. 
I don't want this information. I don't want my kid to learn about this. The only thing you tell your kid, listen, we don't want this. You don't want this. This is the mark of the beast. Let me read, let me read to you what Revelation 13 says and read it to them. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And, and, and praise the Lord. You know, a lot of people who, 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 who stop listening to the Lord's Hour, I've been getting email. They're coming back to listen to the Lord's Hour because of information that I had given here years ago that they see happening now. Hallelujah. They see happening now, and they come back and they email me and said, hey, look what I just found out on the news. You talked about this on the Lord's Hour. And I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Because what? People are seeing it happen. You know? It's just like this view. Look what I talked about here like two months and a half ago or a month and a half ago about Egypt, about the leader of Egypt, brothers and sisters, persecuting this woman from Syria who went from Syria to Egypt who put out information about the, 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 the army that they're creating in, 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 uh, in Syria, I'm sorry, the army that they're creating in Syria to attack Israel when they can. Brothers and sisters, the sister went into and used the, the computer of friends in, in Egypt, and the Egyptian government persecuted them all that. And she said that, that they were with the U.S. and Russia doing all this. All this, this, all this, uh, all this information that is coming out about Russia and the United States, it is all entertaining, entertaining information to keep people from knowing what is happening in Syria. Brothers and sisters, they are training people in Syria to attack Israel. Psalm 83, it's happening. And so this man just came out of the news of President Abedjit, that he's also came to be with Netanyahu for the two-state solution. Why is he being used? Who is using him? The United States and the European countries are using him to come and do these things openly. Now, because he's doing it, no one can think, well, this is the United States or Europe. It is them that are using him, brothers and sisters. Their sister saw them having a meeting in Egypt, all them together, carrying them, and Harry been there all the time too, having all these meetings to plan all this. All these things that are happening now that they're going to take in September to the U.N., it's all been planned. It is all planned by them. They are keeping most of this stuff secret for no one to know. But there's nothing hidden that will not come out to light, Jesus said. So they're keeping all this stuff secret. I'm not, I have not been in those meetings. I don't know what they talked about, but I know they're talking about Israel and the planning to divide Jerusalem. Brothers and sisters, what they talked about. They're planning to get the, hallelujah, the IDF away, remove the IDF. Why? Because it's a national defense of Israel. The IDF, is, hallelujah, is defending Israel. And they want to remove the defense of Israel. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All this stuff is happening because Jesus is coming back soon, brothers and sisters. The Lord is coming for his people. But we need to, hallelujah, to watch and pray. We can not fall asleep now. Continue to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And pray for the prosperity and abundance of Israel, brothers and sisters. Pray that the Lord will give Jerusalem peace, but that the Lord will prosper Israel 
more than any other nation. Because Israel needs to prosper. The only pressure the Jewish people are getting is financial, political and financial more than anything. But they're trying to build an economy in Israel without the United States and the rest of the nation. Why? Because they know the pressure they're under. But we, the bride of Christ, need to pray for them. Pray for Netanyahu. Pray for Israel. The prosperity of Israel is so important now more than anything because God is going to fight for Israel. Benjamin is mine, says the Lord. There's no way they can be planning, hallelujah, all this, and God is not going to fight for them. Yes, he is. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. When they say peace and safety, God says, sudden destruction will come upon them like a woman in labor. That's what's the time we're in, the time of the woman in labor, the time of sudden destruction. That is nuclear weapon going up. Remember when the Lord showed me that? I was in the U.S. in the spirit, and a nuclear weapon went off somewhere. I can't tell you where it was, but I can tell you it was in the U.S. I heard this happening. The nuclear weapon seemed so powerful that whatever city or state that was destinated, that took off, it, it's, it's going to be level. You know that a nuclear weapon can take three and four states at the same time. We need to pray for Israel in this nation. Because as they come against Israel, God is not pleased. God is not pleased. He's going to, God's going to give his back on this nation when they don't repent. But he's not going to give his back on the church, on his people. He's going to continue to protect us and keep us. But we must commit ourselves to the Lord and continue to repent, brothers and sisters. Because God said, come on from among them, my people. If we refuse to come from among them, if we continue to go among them, thinking that God's going to deliver us among them, hallelujah, we are going to suffer too. It's in the word of God. God is calling us to come out from among them. A lot of people say, oh, no, I'm not going to come from among them. I'm going to stay among them so God will have mercy because I know God will not destroy me, they say. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Listen to what it says in Revelation 18.4. I heard another voice from heaven say, Go out of her, my people, that ye be now partaker of her sin, and that ye receive now of her plague. God don't want us to partaker in anyone's sin. And God didn't want us, brothers and sisters, Hallelujah. To partake in anyone's plague, neither. Judgment is coming upon the nation. We as the bride of Christ need to be separated for Christ. We are in the world, but we are not of the world, brothers and sisters. But we have been chosen from the world. We are in this world, but we need to be separated from the people in the world and the things that the people are doing in the world. If the church do the same thing, commit the same sin, if the church takes part in the sins of the world, this is what God is saying to the church. I heard another voice from heaven. Go out of her, my people, that ye be not partaker of her sin. There are people right now listening that are partaker of other people's sin. And God is saying to you not to be partaker of no one's sin. If they want to sin, that's their problem. They need to repent. 
But you and I, chosen one, elected one, selected one for Christ, watch with the blood of Jesus to not be partaker of anyone's sin. Hallelujah. And that you receive not her play. If we become partaker of other people's sin and we stay there and we won't repent, we will also be partaker of the play that's going to come upon them. Because play is about to come upon them. People are already losing full stems. People are going to lose for the SSI check, the social security check. They're going to begin to lose soon. If you don't want to be partaker of that, God will deliver you. God will support you. And God will provide to you your need. Whatever you go through, there will be the Lord for you. And if God is for you, who will come against you? I thank you, Jesus. God is warning someone not to be partaker of no one's sins. It is not okay. Some people say it's okay. It is not okay because God says for us not to be partaker of any one's sins. Don't be partaker of any one's sins. It is not okay. You don't bring people like that into your house and say it's okay. You don't bring people who are partaker that are doing these sins and bring them into your home and contaminate your home or bring them into your life and contaminate your life. No, you don't take part in that. Your part is with the Lord. You're seeking holiness and righteousness. You're not seeking to contaminate yourself. We are waiting for Jesus. We need to be ready for the Lord. We need to be like him, the word Bible says. Hallelujah. And the Lord is different. He was not the same as the rabbis. He was not the same of anyone else. Jesus was different. The apostle was different. The disciple that followed Jesus was different. Hallelujah. That's why that woman, when they arrested Jesus, told Peter, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Told Peter that he walked like him. He was dressed like him. Peter was like Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Peter was not like the rest of the people. Was not playing around with sin. He already repented his sin. Hallelujah. Peter was like Jesus, seeking holiness and righteousness, seeking to please God. Hallelujah. That's how he was. That's what he was. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. We need to be like Jesus. We need to be like him. Hallelujah. We need to be found like him, seeking holiness and righteousness, understanding that he is different. Hallelujah. Understanding that Jesus is holy and that we might also be holy. Thank you, Lord, like him. Hallelujah. The Pastor John says in John 3, Dear beloved, now we are the sons of God, but yet it is not made manifest what we should be. And we know that when he should be manifest, we should be like him, for we should see him as he, as he is. You see, hallelujah, when Jesus appears, the bride of Christ is going to be like him when we meet him in the cloud. We're in the departure when we go home and Jesus appears in front of us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We are going to look like him. Thank you, Lord. When we look at him so holy, so righteous. Hallelujah. We will also, he'll look holy and righteous, but we will also be like him. 
because that's why the blood of Jesus is cleansing us daily. So we will look like Jesus when we meet the Lord in the clouds, when we see how beautiful Jesus looked with the presence of God, we will also have the presence of God. Jesus is full of the Holy Spirit. We will also have the Holy Spirit. Oh, God, I thank you for Jesus. Everything that Jesus is, the bride of Christ, is also. There's no difference between Christ and us. He is the Son of God. Swear by the eternal God. So are we, the sons and daughters of God, through Jesus Christ. There's no difference between him and us. Hallelujah. As he looked holy, hallelujah, before God, so we will look holy before God through the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from all unrighteousness. As he stand before God, so we will stand before God through the cleansing of Christ in his blood. We look the same, brothers and sisters. That's why repenting is a must for the, for the, for the bride, daily repenting of our sins. Because he is holy, we must also be holy. When we repent, the blood of Jesus cleanses us continuously. Continue to ask the Lord, repent your sins, and ask him to cleanse him with his blood. Let the, the blood of Jesus be like a Niagara for your life. Hallelujah. All that blood coming on you daily, cleansing you. So when the departure, the, the trumpet sounds, immediately you open your eyes. Jesus is in the cloud waiting for us. I remember when he gave me that experience, last experience, of him meeting us in the cloud. I saw Jesus standing in the cloud, so beautiful and white. He was in a, in a white garment, beautiful, from, the, from his neck down to his feet, the garment. His beautiful long hair, his beard, his face. He was looking down, waiting for his bride that was coming into the cloud like lightning. And as the bride appeared in the cloud, I began to look at my brothers and sisters, some that I could recognize. They look holy and pure. They were purified by the blood, by the word and by the blood. The bride of Christ looked so handsome, so beautiful. My goodness. In the spirit, she looked so beautiful. No wonder he wants to marry her. And he was there with such a joy. With such an excitement that she will come, but she looked like him, pure. Hallelujah. Because that's what the blood does. It cleanses us from all unrighteousness. It makes you right standing with God, righteousness. That's what the blood does. When you repent your sin before God. And there she was. They were coming by thousands, hundreds, and then thousands. And I'm standing there looking at Jesus and looking at the bride. Oh, the rapture is such a special day. Don't miss it. Miss your appointment with your doctor. But don't miss the rapture, please. Miss your appointment with the doctor, but don't miss the rapture, please. Don't miss the rapture. It's a special day. It's a special celebration. Don't miss it. Oh, God have mercy. It's coming. It's close. Jesus reminded me this week. It's, hallelujah. It's closer than what many things. I remember he told me this years ago. He reminded me this past week. It's closer than were many things. And that shook me. That shook me when he reminded me that. It is closer 
You cannot even imagine how close it is. If he tells you how close it is, you'll go crazy. He won't tell you because he, he, he trusted the Father. The Father knows. Imagine if the Father reveals to you in a dream and says, the rapture is this, this, and they. You'll say, God, but how can it be so close? Well, my son been telling you to prepare. Imagine if God reveals to some of the people that are backsliding now how close the rapture is. They'll begin to cry, God, I need more time. Please give me more time, God. How can you, how can you do this so fast, God? Well, I've been giving you years to prepare. What else do I going to give you? I thank you, Lord. It is time, brothers and sisters, to prepare. It is time to be ready. It is time. It is time. The bride has made herself ready. The wise virgin knew that she, need, she needed to have Israel oil. She knew she needed to watch and pray. And watching and pray will keep that extra oil. So she watched and prayed. Yeah, there are things that, make that, that will make us tired. She fell asleep at the other bride. But she has something the other bride did not have. That five wise virgin has something the other five did not have. The extra oil. The, the extra praying time with the Lord. The extra time that you spend with God. When no one else is doing it. That time when people, when you're supposed to be doing something else, maybe you were supposed to be watching television or doing something else, but you took it to pray. You took it to fast. You did not stop fasting. You did not stop praying. The wise virgin knew that it was so close. If she would have wasted the time, the precious time God gave her, she would have missed the Lord. But when the Lord came, the five wise virgins were ready. And what did the Lord say? Come. Come into the rest, the rest of your Lord. The Lord is going to invite you and I to come. When he comes, when we are ready, we don't need to be afraid. If you are afraid, if fear is in your heart, it's because you know you're not ready. You know in heart that you're not ready. You're being convicted tonight by the Holy Spirit of God that you are not ready. He is knocking at the door of your heart, letting you know you need to repent some more. You need to spend more time with God. You need to seek Him when you don't want to seek Him. You need to be in the Word when you don't want to be in the Word. Right when you say, I'm too tired. Ask the Lord to remove from you all laziness. This past week, I said, Lord, remove from me all laziness. I come against the spirit of laziness of my life. In Jesus' name, I began to proclaim because we need to be with the Lord. We need to spend time with the Lord. Hallelujah. We need to be in his presence. There is not a better time to spend time with the Lord, than to be seeking the Lord, than to open our heart to him, that to let in the Holy Spirit search our heart and minister to us. We need the Lord. That is for all of us, the Holy Spirit in our life. The more time we spend with the Lord, the more time the Holy Spirit will fill our life. The more time God will have to fill us, more and more by his presence. Those that are listening tonight are being filled with the presence of God. He is ministering to us. Imagine as we spend more time with God every day, 
the more we are being filled with that extra oil. Tonight, you feel in your spirit, you feel in your heart that you are being filled with that extra oil. In your heart, you have peace that if Jesus comes tonight, you go home with him. Oh, I thank you, Lord. Who gives you that peace? The Holy Spirit, the Lord. He gives you that peace. You're ready tonight because he searches your heart. He opens your heart to you, and he lets you see what is in your heart. Thank you, Lord, and you can rejoice. You can rejoice in the Lord. You know that when you can rejoice, it's because the presence of the Lord is there. And what the Spirit of God is, there is liberty. You know there's freedom in you because the Holy Spirit of God has come to give you freedom. Who the Son set free, it is free in thee. Thank you. Lord, I lay hand through the screens of my brothers and sisters right where they are. Lord, right there, touch them, Lord. Give them the strength, Lord. Give them the desire, Lord, to serve you more, Lord. Thank Lord, and the, the race, Lord Jesus. To suffer like good soldier, Lord, for you. And Jesus, may I pray for everyone listening, Lord. Every single life, Lord. Lord Jesus, every teenager, every kid, every brother, every sister, every elder, Lord. Anyone that is sick, heal them, Lord. By your stripe, they're healed. I claim healing over, over, over the sick tonight in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I rebuke all cool. Oh, sickness in Jesus' name. Go in Jesus' name. By the stripe of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. By the stripe of Jesus. By the stripe of Jesus, we are healed. I claim healing over myself and my brothers and sisters. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, by your stripe. Strengthen your people, Lord. Help you to walk the walk, Lord Jesus. Help you to run. Help the Lord Jesus to run the race in Jesus' name. Help your people, Lord, to keep their eyes on you, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, help him, Lord. Help him, Lord Jesus. You came to set the captive free, Lord. Who the Son set free and is free indeed. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. There is the Lord touching. There is the Lord touch. The touch of the Lord is there. The touch of the Spirit is there. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, God. Lord, give me that extra oil. Jesus, give us that extra oil. Give us that extra oil, Lord. Give us that extra oil that we need, Lord. To wait on you, to wait for you, to wait for your timing, to wait for the word of God in Jesus' name. Help us, Lord. Help us. Help us, Jesus, to hang on to you, to hold on to you, to trust you, Lord, more, to trust you, Lord, more. Heal the broken heart. Heal the broken heart, Lord Jesus. Heal the broken spirit. Heal the broken soul tonight in Jesus' name, Lord. Heal your people, Lord Jesus. Heal my brothers and sisters, Lord. Those that are hurting, heal their heart, Lord. Those that are burdened, that are heavy burden, Lord, take those burdens away. In Jesus' name, mighty Jesus, mighty Yeshua, mighty Jehoshua, mighty Lord, mighty God. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. There is the Lord ministering. There is the Lord touching. There is the Lord preparing the heart, the life, the soul, the spirit. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. There are some people that are going to dream tonight. Some people are going to have a dream from the Lord. So, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, we'll have special dream. I thank you, Lord, so we'll have special dream from the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, special message from the Lord. Some people, the Lord has brought them tonight into a special place in his presence to reveal things they wanted to know. 
Things that they've been praying for are going to be revealed from tonight. Thank you, Lord. The Lord is going to reveal them. Hallelujah. Some of you, this time you go to sleep, you are going to dream from the Lord. The Lord is going to give you a message. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. There are prayers that are going to be released. Prayer petition that some of you are asking. The Lord is showing them being released tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Does prayer be an answer tonight? I thank you, Lord. They're coming to pass. I can see prayer coming to pass, being released from heaven. From heaven, from heaven, they're being released. I thank you, Lord. Their prayer being released tonight. I thank you, Jesus. Their bondage being broken. I thank you, Jesus. Yes, family being saved. Oh, I thank you, Lord. Their family being saved. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. What else, Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. God has brought some, hallelujah, through his anointing and presence in a great, greater position, freedom. Some people, hallelujah, are feeling a, a special freedom, a special anointing around them. And the Lord tonight has put that anointing around them and brought them, brought them in the spirit into a heavenly position that they wanted to come in where there will be provision. I, see, I can see in the spirit provision being given to some people who the Lord brought them there tonight, and they will have provision is what the Lord is showing me. Provision, provision, provision. Thank you, Lord. Provision from God, provision. I see storehouse of the Spirit being given to people. I can see, I can see it in the Spirit, storehouse. I see them like bags ready to be given to some people. They're being released for some people in this moment in the spirit. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Provision. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Right where other people will have a hard time finding, you are going to have abundance. This is what the Lord wants you to do with our provision. The Lord wants you to help others. He doesn't want you to keep that provision for yourself alone or your family. The Lord wants you to share with others who are going to come in need. That provision is being given to, hallelujah, to people, hallelujah, praise the Lord, who will share them. The Lord knows your heart. He knows what you've been asking him for. You've been asking the Lord for provision. It's what the Lord revealed there. He's given it to you. He's given you provision for you to share this word. It's to some of you who have been asking God for provision to share with others. Well, he's given it to you. It was brought by angel. I saw the provision being brought in into your life by angel, being put into your life by angel. I saw the angel carrying the provision to you tonight. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Some of you have been struggling to come to this position where you have the Lord providing to you. You've been crying out to the Lord to provide, and you have come to the position. See, he needs to bring you in position to supply to you the right fear. Elisha was taken to a place where God will provide to him. God has brought you to a place what God will provide to you. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. 
Hallelujah, Lord. Do not think to keep it for yourself, but share it. Share, share, share. He gives you to share. And more, says the Lord, he'll give to you as you share with others. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I see a lot of things happening in the Spirit. The Lord showed me a lot of things happening for different people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The war are coming down. The abundance of God is coming for his people. Those that have been praying and seeking God and crying out to God are about to receive, are receiving, are receiving. I can see receiving, receiving in the spirit. Thank you, Lord. Remember that nothing happens in the physical unless it happens first in the spiritual. Remember that. Thank you, Lord. When it comes to you, when, the, when, when Daniel prayed, it took 21 days. The fight was going on in the spirit. Daniel did not receive until it came to him in the spirit, until the angel came. It happened first in the spirit. Then you see it manifested in the physical. That's why we need to pray. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. That's why pray without ceasing, the Lord says. Very important. We never stop praying because angels have ordered from God to bring the blessing as we pray. But they also encounter fighting in the cloud, in the heavenly places. Praise the Lord. When they bring our blessing, our petition. But if we keep praying, they'll keep bringing it. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Yes, Lord, bring the anointing in the whole household of my sister, Lord. Bring your presence in the whole house, Lord. In my household too, Lord. Bring the whole presence, Lord. Bring the whole presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Chains are being broken in your household. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Demons are going out right now. Thank you, Lord, in your household. Lord is bringing his presence. Lord, bring it to every room. Every closest to that house, Lord Jesus. Bring your presence. Anoint that, Lord. Send 250 million anointing angels to anoint the house with olive oil from heaven. In Jesus' name. Let the house be anointed right now of my sister, Lord. Every corner from north to south, east to west, up and down in Jesus' name. The air of the house, north to south, east to west, up and down in Jesus' name. Should be feeling the freedom right now. It's being anointed right now. I thank you, Lord. Billions and trillions of warriors in you. I can, you Lord. Go to fight. Remove the power of the evil. And I thank you, Lord. The strongholds are being broken. There are strongholds being broken in your house, sister. Stronghold being broken. Principality living. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. The presence of the Lord has come in there. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Provision has been brought by the Lord, by the angel of the Lord, sent by the Lord for his people. The Lord is bringing provision on the church, on his people, on the church, on the church in the U.S., and the church around the world, whoever pray, whoever asks, will receive. Ask and thou shall receive. I can see it more happening in the U.S. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. There are people in Australia and different parts of the world that are being blessed. Of course, Germany. Thank you, Lord. Italy. People from Italy have contacted me. How they be, have been blessed by the Lord's hour. I thank you, Lord. So this is happening everywhere on those that believe. The Lord is just, hallelujah, thank you, Lord, bringing it. The Lord is in your house, it's the house, mama, the Lord is there. Jesus is there, he came to your house. I thank you, Lord, oh, my God, he's awesome. 
I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. He's awesome. He's just awesome. You just got to ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. Don't, uh, some people would ask me, ask the Lord. I'm his messenger. I would ask with you in agreement. You, you, you say, pray for this. I will ask you, hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Yes, Lord Jesus, bring up my sister household. Lord Jesus, hallelujah, my, my sister, hallelujah, Lord. I love you, Heavenly Father. Lord, bring, Lord, salvation. Sister, the Lord is bringing provision on your life. I love you, Heavenly Father. Lord is bringing provision on your life. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. The Lord, I heard your cry to him. Thank you, Jesus. You are not alone. Remember, you got brothers and sisters that will pray with you in agreement. Never say you are alone. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Thank you, Lord. But the Lord is bringing provision to you. You've been waiting on the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord are going, are being open, are being open is what I hear. Thank you, Lord. The door are being open. Believe it. Walk by faith. Walk through the door by faith, sister. Thank you, Lord. You have a testimony to share. You have a testimony to share. If you walk by faith, if you go through the door by faith, you will have a mighty testimony to, to share, and people will be touched by God through your testimony. I thank you, Lord. You've been waiting long enough. You've been waiting long enough. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I don't know what was, what was in your heart, but the Lord is showing me what was in your heart before the Lord. Your prayer before the Lord, he showed me. He told me exactly what you've been asking him for. And provision he's bringing to you. I thank you, Lord. You never told me this, but the Lord did tell me this a few seconds, a few minutes ago. I thank you, Jesus. We're asking the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You see, it's the Lord. He's talking to me. I heard him. He told me that for you. And he said specifically for you to tell you that. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I just hear the Lord and I say it. He'll show it to me also, and I see it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. There's a mighty anointing of deliverance all over the U.S., all over those that are listening. I, hallelujah. Billions of angels, trillions of angels are being sent from heaven right now into people's homes, into people's lives. And the Lord is ministering in a special way, in a special way. There are people that are feeling his presence in a special way. There are angels around them, and they are being anointed at this moment. They are joke being broken in people's homes and people's life. And this very second, as I'm speaking, the Lord is already doing it. I am speaking what is happening in people's homes and people's life right now. There are people that are going to listen to this program. The presence of Jesus is going to come up on their home, on their life. And they are going to receive petition. They are going to receive deliverance. Hallelujah. Healing. They're going to receive healing. Deliverance. They're going to receive deliverance. Prayer petition is going to be answered. Immediately. Immediately. The Lord is showing me immediately. No, he said immediately. It's going to be answered. That's what he said. Immediately. I thank you, Lord. Oh, God. You don't want me to say may. They're going to happen. It's what he wants me to say. They're going to happen. They're happening. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. They're happening. They're happening. Thank you, Jesus. The joke of the Lord, the presence of the Lord is breaking the joke. He's entering several homes. It's what the Lord letting me know. He is coming to several homes. Some people can feel the Lord walking in their house. 
at this moment tonight. Thank you, Lord. I tell you this, it's going to continue for the night. The presence of the Lord, even after the Lord's hour is over, is going to continue in the different home because the Lord has a plan to bring deliverance upon his people everywhere where they're listening. It don't matter the country in Canada. It don't matter Mexico and Europe, all over the U.S., no matter where people are listening, as they believe, as they ask, they're going to receive. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. That's going to continue. It's going to continue. The anointing is going to continue to break the joke, the joke of the enemy. He's pulling demons and principalities out of people's home that should not have been there, out of people's life that should not have been there. The Lord has come down to remove the stronghold of the enemy from among his people. He came to set the captive free. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That anointing is flowing. It's flowing. The Lord is visiting his people. The visitation of the Lord is there. I thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, what else do you want me to say to your people, Lord? I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you for using me, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to you and unto me, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. You've been showing me that anointing just flowing on people's own and people's lives. Thank you, Lord. He came to do that. Before I finished the Bible study, he began to talk to me. I cannot ignore the Lord talking to me. Thank you, Lord. He wanted to minister to his people. Thank you, Lord. How can I stay quiet? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. When it's the Lord, praise the Lord speaking. We have to listen. No way you cannot listen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord and just be used by the Lord. And what he's doing, he's bringing deliverance upon his people. Thank you, Lord. He's answering prayer tonight, bringing people to a level where they can receive the prayer. People that have been crying for petition, he's answering them tonight. I thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Use my sister, Lord. Use my sister, Lord. You have heard her cry, Lord, to go preach your word, share your word, Lord. Give her the bonus, Lord, and speak, Lord Jesus. The anointing, Lord. The anointing, Lord, to speak, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. She opened her mouth. People will be touched, sister. People are going to be touched through you when you open your mouth. Hallelujah. The Lord have anointed you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, to go preach his word. Lord, share his word. Thank you, Jesus. As you speak, they're going to be touched, the Lord said to me. When you open your mouth, he's going to touch them. Will be the Lord doing. Thank you, Lord. Give glory to the Lord. Stay humble, my sister. Stay humble. Give glory to Jesus. Stay humble. Always stay humble. No one to be quiet. Just give glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Will be the Lord doing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to the Lord. Oh, glory to him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, bring in his people. Some of his people in a different the season that will be gone to them, the season of blessing. Season of blessing. Season of blessing to those that have been crying out. Season where God is going to answer their prayer is what the Lord was saying. The season of blessing to some that have been crying out. Thank you, Lord. A season 
for them to receive of what the Lord says. Season for them to receive. They're entering the season. Thank you, Lord. The anointing accord before them, breaking the joke. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Keep keep my family and I in prayer, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. As the Lord continue, hallelujah, praise the Lord to, to provide. I've, I've been complaining to the Lord about provision, and he's been providing, hallelujah. Even when I thought that nothing was coming in, the Lord went and boom, hallelujah, and touched people. Touch the touch people, spoke to people to provide. Thank you, Lord. It's awesome how you did it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. He has not left us. He has not forsaken us. He is our God. Hallelujah. Bible says, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise. As by so many, hallelujah, count slackness, but it's long suffering to us, not willing that any man should perish, but that should all come to repentance. Hallelujah. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens should pass away with great noise. The elements should melt with fervent heat. The oil also, the work therein, should be burned up. Jesus is coming. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, mighty God. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to play an audio. Praise you, Lord. The weather, hallelujah, is very strong. Hallelujah. But keep praying. Keep praying and keep repenting. Hallelujah. God bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord Jesus Christ give you his shalom. Shalom, shalom. See you, God.
Thank you, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise to God. Lord. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord Tower. Thank you, Lord. Tonight, I want to share um, a, a teaching about prayer. Prayer. I've been meaning to, to, to do this, this teaching, this Bible study about prayer. Praise the Lord, and, and, and I've been putting it off, but I think uh, before I go, I go ahead and continue to bring out the teaching, I think it's time that, that, that I bring this uh, teaching about prayer, because prayer is so important. It is so necessary, hallelujah, to be affected in prayer. And the Word of God teaches the, the Word is effectual, which is... is uh, it's an effective way to pray. And we need to learn to be affected as a bride of Christ when we pray, brothers and sisters. We want to be affected. We want our prayer to carry our petition before the throne. Prayer can carry, brothers and sisters, hallelujah, us closer to God, can carry other people closer to God. Praise the Lord. Can carry our needs before God. Prayer, it, prayer is so effective, it's so powerful that it can carry our needs before the throne. I believe uh, uh, most of the needs that the world have today, hallelujah, are because there is a, such a lack of prayer amongst the nation, among the world. There have been questions that people have for many years. That I believe I'm going to help you by the word of God answer those, uh, hallelujah, those questions that many people have. And many are they are, why if God is so powerful, if God is in the throne, if God is in heaven, why is there so much need in the world? Why is there people dying of hunger? I believe those questions can be answered, hallelujah, by the lack of prayer, brothers and sisters. Because when there are needs in front of the throne of God, there must be prayer also before the throne of God. You see, uh, Jesus gave us the golden rule in regard to petition and prayer in Matthew 7. In Matthew 7, which I'm going to go there, praise the Lord, and show uh, God's people in the world and everyone who listened to this teaching, hallelujah, that the need of food, the need of clothing, the need that the world has, it is simply a lack of prayer that the world has. Because with God, all things are possible. God can provide all the needs of the world. God can provide what the poor needs, what the world needs. Thank you, Jesus. But if there ain't nobody praying, hallelujah, the need are not being met by God. God is not hearing from his people, the prayer warriors, the need of the nation, the need of the poor, brothers and sisters. In Matthew 7, 7, Jesus gives us the golden rule in regard to coming through the throne in prayers. He says this, Matthew 7, 7, Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Thank you, Lord. Mighty Jesus, mighty Lord, help us to understand, Lord, hallelujah, this word, Lord Jesus, that the, the nation, my brothers and sisters, 
will take this message to heart, will take your word to heart, Lord, and would always remember what Matthew 7, 7 says, Lord Jesus, that when we ask, it will be given to us, Lord Jesus. Even if we ask for someone else's need, it will be met by God. Lord Jesus, that this word of you, Lord, will be, will be will sink in, 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 in people's heart, Lord. And it will help them understand that with God all things are possible. Mighty Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord, touch every heart, every life. That listen to this program, Lord Jesus, effectively, Lord. Lord, to hear, to know and understand what your word says. In Jesus' name, Yeshua name, Jehoshua name, I pray. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I hope, I truly hope that this message tonight uh, will bring such a blessing to God's people and that the eyes of many are open through this teaching. Hallelujah. Because they are so fundamental in these last days. Because a lot of people are crying. A lot of people are asking for change. Are asking for soul to be saved, for people to come to Christ, for more knowledge of God upon the earth. And all this is happening, and much more it will come to pass when we pray, brothers and sisters. The need of people in Africa, in Central America, in South America, hallelujah, and around the world, hallelujah, will be met by God. When we pray, Jesus showed this to me a few months ago, that when I was praying for the nation, he showed me how my prayer was being so effective that he was able to, to touch people, to bless people, to bring people to him. And I saw his power through my prayer, oh glory be to Jesus, not to me, how he was touching thousands of people around the world as I was praying for them in the, in the midnight hour, brothers and sisters. This is so important that each Christian understand the power of prayer, how powerful prayer is, and that we all will pray, especially with fasting. Prayer with fasting is so effective. I believe fasting gives prayer the effectiveness. A lot of people pray. Lots of people pray. But I believe that they are not effective in prayer because they don't fast. I'm going to join the two together because this is a teaching from the Lord to me many years ago in regard to prayer and fasting. And I have seen, I have seen tremendous results. I have seen so many people come to the Lord, changed by the power of God, and heal, and people resurrected. You see, when the Lord called me about in regard to prayer and fasting, and I, I was being called by brothers and sisters to come to the hospital to intensive care to pray for people who already were there, declared by doctors. And I, when I saw what the Lord did and what they saw, how people treated me after the Lord did the miracle, the healing, and brought people back to life. In the beginning, hallelujah, I did not understand all this, but I marveled at what the power of God was doing, what Jesus was doing. Resurrecting people back. As I lay hand and I pray and I command their life back to those bodies. And I saw the Lord do it. Hallelujah. I've been fasting and praying. Hallelujah. That God will use me. 
praise the Lord. All glory goes to Jesus. Not to me or anybody else. Brothers and sisters, I tell you, the prayer of the righteous, of the righteous is a fact that is powerful. James 5.16, look what it says. Confess your fault, your sin, to one another, or your mistake, brothers and sisters. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. And pray for one another, that ye may be healed. Now, when you say confess your, your fault, when someone offends you, it's okay for you to say, I'm sorry to that person. Uh, I, I, people have told me, you don't have to say I'm sorry to me. Say I'm sorry to God. No, if I offended you, I should say I'm sorry to you. Okay? I will repent to God, of course, for offending you. But I should also say I'm sorry to you. Praise the Lord. That's another teaching for another day. Confess your fault to one another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. Praise the Lord. The effectual Fervent prayer of the righteous men avail much. Fervent is continual, brothers and sisters. When you do something fervent, praise your Lord, as I look it up in the dictionary right now. As you do something fervent, hallelujah, it's something that you don't stop doing. Hallelujah. And I believe fervent prayer in the bride of Christ today, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. See, one of the definitions or the objective of fervent is intensity of spirit. Hallelujah. Feeling enthusiasm. You're willing to do it. You want to do it. Having, doing it, doing it, effective. Praise the Lord. A great warm. You want to do it. Hallelujah. This is one of the dictionaries says. Thank you, Lord. Online, I usually like to go through different dictionary. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Intense emotion. You desire to do it. Extremely hot. And hallelujah. Fervent. 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 You just doing it. I believe one of the definition, biblical definition of fervent, hallelujah, prayer is praying without ceasing, as Jesus taught us. Rabbi Jesus taught us in his teaching. Hallelujah. Pray without ceasing. Then we see the Apostle Paul saying to the church to pray without ceasing. He prayed without ceasing. He was, the Apostle Paul is a great example. The great example is Jesus Christ. He cannot be compared to anybody else. But the Apostle Paul was a great disciple of Christ. He prayed for the churches without ceasing. And we see how thousands of people came to Christ. Hallelujah. To the prayer of the Apostle Paul. He never stopped praying. Even when he was in jail. Brothers and sisters, the Apostle Paul, even though he was in jail, he kept praying for the brothers and sisters. His prayer, he said he prayed continuously for them. Continuously is another word for praying without ceasing. And I know there are pastors listening, and they need to take this to heart. Because one of the things I see in people is always asking people for help, asking people for money. And and it's okay to... Uh, to teach people to, uh, uh, hallelujah, be obedient to, for donations and tithes, that's biblical, it's fine. But you, when you're always depending on people, always asking people, it's like you're praying to them instead of praying to God, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. And this is something that I apply to myself. I'm always careful how that I ask people to support the ministry. Why? Because... If I'm begging always for money, if I'm always 
They are not depending on God and depending on men. And that can be very dangerous because that's what a lot of ministries do. And then they can fall one day because it's, it's based on men. And if men one day get angry and say, well, I'm not donating to you anymore, then they don't have no more income. But if you are depending on the Lord, no matter what the people say, I'm not going to support you, whether people get angry and walk away, the Lord will keep providing because he is the owner of silver and gold, his word said. He owns silver and gold. All the silver and gold of the world he owns. Brothers and sisters, praise the Lord. God never have any lack of anything. He has always abundant. Thank you, Lord. So Jesus said, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek. Hallelujah. I learned to ask through prayer. The prayer carry my petition before God, always, when we pray. Hallelujah. And as, as I was in prayer with the Lord, this is something God was opening my mind and my understanding that the need of the nation, like Africa and many other nations, the financial need. We've got a great uh, problem right now in Venezuela and Colombia with the financial need. Hallelujah. Many other nations. Because of the mishandling of money. I believe they have a lack of wisdom, lack of understanding. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Not so much lack of money. Because they have so much oil. They're like the the, the fifth in the world, seven in the world in oil. The billions of dollars are coming in, but it's not being managed wisely. So it's, it's going nowhere. It's just going nowhere. Going in into an empty pocket. Praise the Lord. Someone is getting it, but the rest of the people are not, in other words. That is a lack of understanding, a lack of knowledge from God. God will get a hold of these people if we pray for Venezuela, if we pray for Colombia. God will get a hold of the government, and the money will go to the need of the people. This is why a lack of prayer, hallelujah, is a lack of power. It always been said, much prayer much power. A lack of prayer, it is a lack of power. It is a lack of effectiveness in the church of Christ when we don't pray, when we don't go to God and say, God, you intervene. Because we always got to remember, when God all things are possible, and to God all things are possible. So, God can change anyone. God can change any nation. God can get a hold of anyone and change their mind instantly. The devil can be doing whatever with people. But when we pray and God intervenes, that's the end of that. That's the end of the problem. God turns it around. Brothers and sisters in India that are listening to me and pastors in India, and so much brothers and sisters, I want to tell you this. If you want God to change India, the government of India, you need to pray. You need to pray. Now, fervent prayer, praying without ceasing. It is a commitment. Prayer cannot just be occasionally, because this is one of the problems. Praying without ceasing is not occasionally. Praying without ceasing is not even twice a day, brothers and sisters. Organization, hallelujah, around the world have missed the mark in regard to prayer. This is what you do, churches, pastors. Begin to guard the people, groups of people, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. To pray. Begin to gather people in your church to pray 24 hours. 
get a three shift or four of people that will pray five hours, three hours, seven hours, eight hours. There has been in a U.S. very successful ministry for over the years that has gone around the world and preached almost a million to people. Why is this? Because of prayer. They have a back, a backup of people and prayer behind the ministry that have prayed for them 24 hours, brothers and sisters. And this is what it needs in India, in Pakistan, in China, in Japan. Hallelujah. In Europe, Germany, France, and so much more countries, Spain, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. In Israel, there's always prayer in Israel. That's why Israel has not been destroyed. The Jewish people understand that. They always gather for prayer. Hallelujah. But even we can get more intensive prayer, brothers and sisters, if we can teach about prayer and teach people what is to pray without ceasing. Hallelujah. Jesus, every day, every time he can spend time with the disciple. But if when you read that he, he separated himself from them to go pray, you say, you know, he could have just invited them to pray. Well, they did not have the teaching. They did not, they were not trained in prayer. Even when he taught them the prayer, the Abba Father prayer, one of the great, greater, greater prayers in the, in the Bible, Jesus taught to his disciples. Brothers and sisters, they were still not ready. In other words, they were still not committed to prayer as they should. So Jesus, hallelujah, can, can only, hallelujah, teach them, but because they were not practicing the teaching yet, he could not say, come and pray with me. Only in Gethsemane, at the end of his ministry, when will he invite a few of his disciples to the Mount of Olives to pray with them? And you can see their lack of prayer, their lack of skill in prayer, their lack of, of training in prayer, their lack of understanding about prayer, brothers and sisters, was so great that when the Lord began to pray, especially in the midnight hour, they fell asleep. That was the lack of understanding how important it was to pray. Now, also what the Lord teaches us there in the Mount of Olives of our prayer is that He wanted them to pray with Him. What is He talking about? Agreement in prayer. One of the most powerful things the Lord has revealed to me about prayer is the agreement where two or three gather together in my name, there I will be. Or whatever two ask in my name. Whatever two or three ask in my name, it will also be granted. That is an agreement in prayer. He wanted a disciple, his disciple Peter and them, to learn agreement in prayer. Because he was going home. He was going back to heaven. They were going to stay. But if they were to pray with him at least one hour, he said, one hour, that would have been so powerful in their own life. God would have done so much for them. I believe that there would have been thousands and billions of angels from heaven. Straining Peter, protecting Peter and the rest, being with them so powerful. But instead, because they did not pray at least one hour when the Lord, when the Lord got arrested and taken into jail, they ran afraid. They ran to a room where they locked themselves afraid, 
fear had got hold of them. And fear not of God. Fear it is not of God. Hallelujah. There is a fear of God to serve God. But the fear that the devil plants into people's mind and lives, it is a fear where they run and they lock themselves up and they don't want to do anything. It, they become unbelievers. So unbelief get hold of them too. Because they, they don't believe. We see one of the disciples of Jesus told us, Hallelujah. Unless I see them. You say, fear. The fear got the unbelieving in Thomas, brothers and sisters. That's what I believe in regard to that. So the Lord taught them and said, Ask and, and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. And through prayer you can ask God for anyone, for anything, for any nation, for any change, for any for people to be saved. Praise the Lord. And I tell you this, He will do it. The prayer of the righteous avail much. He will, he will do it. Hallelujah. He said, After that shall be given to you, all prayer are granted by God. It can be right away, it can be later, or it can be after, later, brothers and sisters. But God answers all prayer. And He may answer them in different way. You may be asking, praying for a house. And what God may do is provide you with the money for the house, not the house necessarily. You see, God would choose to answer. Hallelujah. But when you persist, when you pray without ceasing, not only will he provide you with the money, he will provide you with the house and everything in the house that you will need. Because you are persisting. God just provided you the money, but you're not stopping asking God. That is praying without ceasing. The more I have seen this, I ask God for something. But then I continue to pray. And he just doesn't just give me that. He'll give me more than what I'm asking. Why? Because I am not stopping. When I pray to see the Lord as Abraham did, when I read Genesis and I saw that Abraham had an encounter with God and the angel, I wanted the Lord, I wanted to meet the Lord as Abraham did. But one thing was revealed to me in heaven. I did not stop. God granted it to me. Because I did not stop praying for years. I was with it, well, over a year, I remember, non-stop fasting, non-stop praying to see the Lord. But listen, one year. That was one of the stronger and more powerful years I ever had as a, as a believer in the Lord, I believe. Because... Although I've been taken before the throne and the, and the power can knock you down, why do I say this was a more powerful that year of prayer? Because I experienced a breakthrough that no one taught me in Bible study that it was possible. I di discovered that myself by believing the word and praying without ceasing that year. I prayed and prayed and fasted and prayed and prayed and believed. Until the Lord revealed himself to me and began to, he began to visit me. Praise the Lord. In the Lord, in heaven I was told, you pray without ceasing. God had to grant you that. Praise you, Lord, because you did not stop praying for it. And that is, I, I discovered how important that is. I understood the word when someone said this to me in heaven. Thank you, Lord. And, and I believe most of the Christians have not learned the power of prayer yet. I believe they, there is a maybe 5% to 10 knowledge uh, and understanding of how powerful prayer is. 
And this is part of the problem. It might not be a 5% yet. Understanding of how powerful prayer is. Because when there's locking nations, when there are locks in people's lives, hallelujah, of food, clothing, and much more, I believe the greater lock is not that, it's prayer. Prayer. And I tell you this because I have listeners from Africa that before they begin to listen to the Lord's Hour in very poor country, after they began to pray, their whole life began to change. And people thank me all the time. Oh, thank you. Thank you, people from Africa. Oh, thank you for your teaching. What a what a life changing. They had changed our life, our family. And I, oh, glory goes to Jesus. Now to me. And I feel that much, much, a 90 plus percent that needs to be done yet. In the teaching of the word. And, and bringing the revelation of the word. Especially in regard to prayer. Because I believe. If there are a hundred thousand people that will listen to this message, if five thousand or ten thousand people take this word to heart and begin to pray without ceasing for nation, for family, for people, for whatever's going on, I believe the world will be changed. I believe God will change the world. I believe we will see supernatural movement of God like we never seen before. People talk about revival, the last revival before the rapture. But they don't understand. you got to go back to the first revival. How did it came about? Prayer. The disciple in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 1, read the entire chapter. What were they doing before the putting of the Holy Spirit? Praying, 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 praying. When the Holy Spirit got poured upon the church, how many times a day did they pray? The Bible says three times John and Peter came to the temple as it was custom to them to pray three times. How many times did Daniel pray? Three times a day before his blessing came. I believe in my heart 100% that if Daniel had one person agreeing with him, Daniel would not have to wait 21 days to receive his blessing. I believe why Daniel waited 21 days, hallelujah, to receive his answer, to receive his blessing from God, was because Daniel was praying alone. Daniel was not praying in agreement. I believe agreement brings petition faster to you. Faster. I believe that when two or three gather together in my name, as Rabbi Jesus taught us, you begin with another person. You begin with another person, a third person. And all that union and prayer for that petition brings it so fast to your life that you will be stunned. I, I saw this because, yes, we went to pray for the dead as they die in the hospital, and God brought them back, but I was just not alone. I had other brother who were committed with me to do this. And as I say to them, they are together. Some people say, oh, let, let me just pray here in the corner. I said, no, let's pray together. I understood agreement. And for me to give them a, a, an hour or two or more of Bible study to help them understand agreement, ever. see, we have Bible study, and I share with them. But I see a lot of people having a hard time understanding it. Understanding agreement, so that I will be in the Bible study, and I see people struggling, wondering, because some people you bring you bring in this important message from the Lord, and people are wondering. 
sometimes uh, I know people listening to the Lord, Lord's Hour can be watching television while they're listening. That is wrong. That is so wrong. Or listening to someone else. That is so wrong. On the phone with someone else while the Lord's Hour is on. That is wrong. Listening to the news, CNN, Fox News, whatever. That is totally wrong. I am telling you, when you listen to this program, the Lord's Hour, when I'm sharing the word, please give a hundred percent of 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 listening, of your time. Meditate on the word that I'm sharing. I believe a lot of the the the, the what people say against this ministry, the Lord Tower, it is because they don't pay attention. Sometimes I tell people, look, I'm telling you this is in the word. Look it up. No, they want me to look it up. Laziness. The Lord spoke to me about laziness among these people. I remember being lazy when the Lord called me to pray in the midnight hour. And the Lord said, there's laziness in you, my son. And I, oh Lord, help me. Take this away from me. I begged the Lord. I said, Lord, please, I don't want to be lazy anymore. Because when you are lazy, you don't look it up in the Word. You don't take the time to pray. If you're struggling to pray, if you... If you want to pray, but you find that you're lazy to pray, you need to cry out to the Lord to break the spirit of laziness from you. You need to say, Lord, set me free from this spirit, from this laziness in my life, this spirit of laziness, Lord. Please set me free. You came to set the captive free, Lord. Set me free, Lord. Because I remember when I wanted to serve life, God, I wanted to commit my life to the Lord. I struggle with television, with this, with that. And I cry out to the Lord. I said, Lord, please, please, and in one, I remember this, this this meeting of prayer that we have for an hour. I cried that day, Lord, and the power of God came to me. And I felt when all these things were being broken from me. Brothers and sisters, and after the year that I understood that, because I fasted and I prayed for that. Brothers and sisters, I began to do it again. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. I have to turn on my fan. Praise the Lord, it's getting so hot in here. But I tell you, brothers and sisters, laziness is one of the things that is keeping people from from reaching, uh, to from getting to where God wants them to be. And not asking the Lord for help, it is even worse. Because then you got the problem that you want the Lord to raise you up, to use you, to anoint you, to empower you, to increase your faith, but you... Praise the Lord. I'm not crying out to the Lord. Praise the Lord. And that's also not good. That is also not good. Because we got to depend on Jesus. He says in his word, uh, John 15, 4, Without me, there is nothing you can do. We need to get that word into our heart. That without Jesus, read it. John, John 15, 4 and 5. Just read it. And understand that without the Lord, there is nothing you and I can do. We need to depend on the Lord for everything, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. And again, ask and it shall be given to you. Please get this word to heart. Seek. You are, what are you seeking? You're seeking in prayer for God to answer you. You're seeking for God to intervene. You're seeking for God to move. Hallelujah. By faith you're doing this. You're seeking. It's okay for you to say, God, why am I not seeing you move when you're praying? 
Because that will help your faith to increase. Because you're seeking for it. You shall find, it says. When you seek so hard. When you seek, you will find the word God says. And sometimes you have to seek hard. You have to. Cannot be passive. Nothing passive. A fervent. The fervent prayer of the righteous. Fervent doesn't sound to me passive. It sounds to me active. You're being active. You're seeking for God to answer. And as you seek for, as you seek for God to answer your prayer, the need of people will be met when you pray for them. Thank you, Lord. Not. This has to be one of the most higher and most powerful brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Understanding a prayer. When you get to the level to knock, you say, God, 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 God. I'm sorry, it's a form behind me. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You're seeking, you are seeking, you are seeking the highest level. Knock. You're going higher. You're going for more. You're you're not being passive. Thank you, Lord. You are not being passive. You are seeking for that more. Knock. And it shall be opened unto you as you knock through prayer. God, I'm knocking, I'm knocking, I'm knocking. Persistent. You're being persistent. The prayer for God to answer, for God to grant what you're asking for. You're never stopping. Ceasing is never stopping. It's praying every day, all day long if you could, just praying and asking. That's why ministry, ministry needs to understand this. They truly need to understand, brothers and sisters, the importance of having a prayer Hallelujah. In the ministry 24 hours. Because when they understand this. When they understand. Greater evangelists. Understood this. And that's why the way we reach out to millions came to them. To the Lord. Through the ministry. Because they understood. Hallelujah. They understood the fervent prayer of the righteous. Avail much. Hallelujah. It's very important. Verse 8. For everyone that asks, receive. Everyone. Talking about someone who is persistent. Someone who is not giving up. If you learn to never give up in prayer. Whatever you're asking God for. Whoever you're asking God for. If you always ask. One, one, of, the, one of the powerful things about prayer that the Lord revealed to us is. That when we pray for our unsaved family, it is to ask the Lord to save them no matter what. That's what in one of Larry's prayer on the Lord's Tower. Hallelujah. Save them no matter what. Because whether they stay in the tribulation, the Lord will still save them. Because you ask Him to save them no matter what. No matter what situation. No matter what's going on in their life. No matter what they choose to do. The Lord can save them, brothers and sisters. He will save them. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So everyone that asks will receive it. He that seeketh, find it. And to him that knock, it shall be open. Hallelujah. It will be open. 
it will be open. You knock and God will open. The 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 windows of heaven, brothers and sisters, according to Malachi three ten and nine. God said He will open the windows of heaven. Why is the window of heaven closed over Africa and many other countries? And I'm sorry to the brothers and sisters in Africa. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to offend you. I'm just here to point out that where there is such a great need, there is a lack of food and so many things. And God can open the windows of heaven and pour out His blessing so much that it will be so much food everywhere, so much clothing, so much so more. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Again, for everyone that asks of receiving, he that seeketh will find, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Now, if you think that what I'm teaching is wrong, what, watch verse 9. I want you to listen careful to verse 9 because some people say, I don't know, brother. Well, listen to verse 9 now. Okay? This is Jesus speaking, teaching. Okay? Pay attention to verse 9. Oh, what a man is there among you? Whom, if his son asks for bread, will he give him a stone? He's talking about food. He's talking about food. He's talking about a son asking his father for food. He's talking about ask, asking God for food. Asking God to meet our need. When you are hungry, you want to eat. You want to eat. To why, if any man among you, if a son asks him for bread, he will give him a stone. If you, being evil, knows how to good good deed, how much your Father is in heaven, will give the Holy Spirit to them, I ask. If people, being evil, know how to feed the family, or work hard to feed the family, how much God will feed us, brothers and sisters, if we prayed for food, for bread, for what we need. Thank you, Lord. What a man among you whom, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone. No. We'll turn around. Instead of giving him bread, a stone person cannot eat. He's making it clear. Person, he will give him food. Another example. Oh, if he asks for a fish, verse 10, will he give him a serpent? No. No. No, God will not do that. You will not do that to your children. Verse 11. Now look at this. If ye then be an evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children. How much more shall your Father, who is in heaven, will give you thanks to them that ask him? He mentioned bread. If he's hungry, hallelujah, will he give him a stone? He will give him bread. If we, as the nations of hungry, Today, according to the golden prayer of Jesus Christ, Matthew 7 to verse 11, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Brothers and sisters, the nations of hungry, it is a lack of prayer. And this message has been closed away, sealed away, in other words, because it's not being taught. It's not being, if, if, if churches in India, in Pakistan, in Africa, in China, and around the world, gather to, to have prayer 24 hours among them. The need of those nations, especially for, for food and clothing and so much for God to provide from heaven. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Billy Graham, Billy Graham, has a 24-hour prayer center. How much nation have you reached out to? 
How much people have we helped up to? J.C. Avila in Puerto Rico, Lord took him home last year, had this also, a 24-hour prayer. How much people the God helped Puerto Rico with? How was the economy of Puerto Rico? was still good until the Lord took him home. God took him out. The economy went down in Puerto Rico. Look him up online, how the economy in Puerto Rico is. Brothers and sisters, if there's no prayer, brothers and sisters, there is not much abundance in the land. There's no abundance. The abundance is taken away. Prayer is what keeps the abundance. It was keep the windows of heaven open over the nation. And God will provide. God will supply the need of the people. God will meet the need of the people. I hope someone listen and take this message to heart. I truly do. I, I believe this is one of the golden messages of prayer. Brothers and sisters, and as the Lord gives me more, because I was in prayer with the Lord, and the Lord started putting this into my spirit and just giving me this, and I began to understand. He, he was helping me understand how important that the nation pray, that we pray, that people pray, that people learn how important prayer is before God. Hallelujah. That prayer brings a petition before the throne. Prayer be, brings our needs, our needs before God. Prayer brings a nation before God. Uh, the Palestinian, the government, prayer brings government. Pray for your authority, that's government. Prayer brings, in the book of Romans, uh, Paul saying to the Romans, that brings our authority, our men in authority, our, lead, our commander-in-chief, our president before God. Okay? In the nations. And when we pray, like in America, we're praying, um, uh, the church is praying for, for the president to be changed. God's father is going to change it. He's going to put another one in office. Praise the Lord. The, the one that is convenient for America, God is going to put in office. Praise the Lord. And this one in office wants to stop it. He tried to do everything. But when it's Father God, huh, that's why Jesus said, your Father in heaven, if you're being good, if you're being evil, know how to give, give how much your Father in heaven. Hallelujah. We'll give good things to them that ask Him. Good things. Whatever, whoever God puts into office is good for the nation. Although you may not agree with him. Or may or may you may not even like the person. But if God puts him in office, it will be a good thing. That's why, brothers and sisters, we cannot take people personal and say, Oh, I don't like this person. Oh, I don't I don't like him for this and that. Oh, you're doing this wrong. You're going about it wrong. It's not about who we like. No, I want to see in the office this man who will preach the word always. No. And who God wants in office. Learn this, please. It's not who you want. It's who God wants. And that's how we it is not how we want things to be done. It's how God will do them. See, this is one of one of the problems why there's so much need in the nation. Because people go to man and people want men to do this. Oh, we want men to see peace. We want men to do that. How it been for 2,000 years, men doing their own thing. Bad, really bad. Things are really bad, brothers and sisters. But when we ask God to do it, things will be great, will be good. Again, let me repeat it to you. Hallelujah. Verse, hallelujah. 11. If ye then be an evil, this is how God sees us. Don't think that you and I are good before God. Huh. We, we're only through the blood of Jesus. But everything about us, 
We are in the evil world, and we get contaminated every day. That's why we need to repent every day. This is how God sees sees you and I. And don't be offended. Please don't be offended. And people say, you're calling me evil, brother Elway. That's not nice of you. Please don't take this personal. Please don't be offended. Understand what I'm sharing in the, out of the Word of God, because it will be a blessing to your life if you're not offended. Again, hallelujah. If ye then be an evil, being bad, we call evil bad today, you being bad, know how to give good gifts unto your children. You know how. You know what your children need. They need to go to school. They need to eat every day. Your children need to be protected by you. In all these things, you and I seek to do it every day for our children. Being evil, being bad, we know how, brothers and sisters, to protect them. We know what they need. They need to go to school, what they need for school. And so much more we do for them. Take them to the park. We want to buy things they like, food that they like. And that's us being evil, the Bible says, being bad. Brothers and sisters, if ye be an evil, know how, how to give good things to your children. How much more? See, this is one of the problems. That people think less of God than even other people. People think less of God in regard to what God can do. In regard to what God will do. Or in regard to if God will do it right. There is a misconception about Father God. One of the misconceptions is, oh, he will just destroy you. He will eliminate you. His wrath will be on your life. Oh, brothers and sisters, if you do evil, yes. But if you are doing good, if you are seeking to keep his commandment, if you are seeking to be obedient, God is not about to destroy you. God is about to do good to you. Good things. To bring good things to you. Brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. How much your Father, who is in heaven, give, give. He give. He is a giver. Our Father is a giver. You need to understand that if you pray for your nation... If you pray for your country, if you pray for the economy of your country, if you pray for the poor, God is going to meet their needs. One thing I heard the other day in a dream, I just came to my mind now, that the Lord was saying to me, people, when they have food before them, they're supposed to pray that those that have none will have some too. And they are not doing that. And uh, wow, that really shocked me. He's talking about his people. Brothers and sisters, people, when they have food in front of them, oh, thank you, Heavenly Father, for this food, you know, bless it, and they start eating. No, 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 no. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. He says in the prayer, Jesus teaches his disciples, give us our daily bread. We are supposed to pray for our daily bread. We are supposed to ask God, hallelujah, to give us our daily bread, to supply to us, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, what we need daily, but not only us, hallelujah. Jesus thought, pray for one another. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Here is in Matthew 6. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Matthew 6. I know verse 11 is one that says daily bread. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But it began telling us how to pray and how to be humble about it. Matthew 6 will teach you how to be humble in regard to prayer and regard, in regard to asking. Look what it says. Take heed that ye do not, do not your thanksgiving before men. Do not show it. Do not, you know, want people to see what you're doing. To be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward for your Father who is in heaven. Father God don't like the prideful. He looks at them from afar. God wants us to be humble in regard to this. Very humble to Him. You come to Him humble and you ask for, for the need of the nation, for the need of your brothers and sisters, for the need of, of, the, of the poor. In your need, and God is going to meet them when you humbly come and ask Him. Humility, it is a great thing missing among God's people. I've been teaching about humility for four years on the air, the Lord's Hour, going to fight. Years. And you see a lot of the title on the Lord's Hour, the program to come, Humble or Humility. It, it is such a, a great a great thing that's missing among God's people, humility. When you are humble, you think about it many times before you offend someone. When you are truly humble. When you are not humble and there's pride in you, you will call people false. You will offend people with ease. You will offend them. Verse 2, Therefore, when thou givest thy arm, do not sound the trumpet before thee, as the hypocrite do in the synagogue and the street, that they may be glory of them. Barely I said unto you that they have their reward. See, it is not pleasing to God when you're being prideful about anything. Verse 3, But when thou givest arm, let no thy left hand know what the right hand does. That thy us giving may be in secret and that thy father who see in secret himself will reward thee openly. Amen. Verse 5. And when thou pray see now he begins with prayer. He takes it to he takes taking it to the next level. Prayer brothers and sisters is the next level in Christ. It's the next level in God that we oh God help us. Please don't be offended. Don't be offended, please, please, brothers and sisters. I, I really want to share the, these uh, golden nuggets that the Lord, this beautiful revelation the Lord has revealed to me. And, and it will help you so much. It will bring you to the next level in the Lord. You will be very close with Christ, with the Lord, if you take these. Because this, these revelations have been given to me by Jesus himself. And I pray, I repent, pray, and I will not believe daily. Because I want God to use me in humility. You know, praise the Lord. Praise you, God. You know, I ask the Lord to provide and meet my need. And, and if God says, well, I'm not going to give you more than what you have, I'm fine with it. And I was saying to that in prayer to the Lord, Lord, if you don't want me to have anything else in what I have, it's fine, okay? But then it was like the Lord reminded me, no, I made you promise that I will prosper you and I'll give you all this and that. 
and and and, and there I said, okay, Lord, I'm sorry. Let your will be done. Because sometimes we just we want to remain humble. We don't have a, we don't want to have anything, and we want to remain humble. We don't want to we don't want to have money. We don't want to have property. We don't have anything. Brothers and sisters, I live. Uh, some people that have visited me to my house have seen how simple my life is. I I have a little of everything I need, and that's it. And you you don't see me uh, crying for more. If I want more, it's so I can help others. I have learned that. Don't say you don't want to have more. You know why? Because if you don't have more, then how can you help other people? You see? And that's one of the problems we have. Some people say, I don't want to be rich. Well, if you have a heart for the Lord, and if Jesus, like Jesus said to the rich men, give everything you have to the poor. If you're going to give everything you have to the poor, then you want to be rich. You know, see, this is this is what I was not understanding years ago. When I when I was thinking, I don't want to be rich. What, what do I need rich for? I was wrong. Because if my heart is for the Lord, and the Lord gives me the riches and I give it to the poor, then that is that, that will give me great reward with God. Brothers and sisters, that is using wisdom. So I was not using wisdom and knowledge. I was just going by my own thing that being poor was being the best, was the best thing that can happen to me. Well, if God wants to give me riches, then I'll give it to the poor. Let it go to the poor. Praise you, Lord. See, and see, this is one thing about God. We say things, but God will put it to the test. You know, as he's been doing with me over the year, and when people give me donation, the first thing I do is run to give to the poor. First thing. First thing. I go give my Tyson offering and my offering to the poor. Tyson offering to Israel and my, my, my offering to Africa. First thing. Nothing else is free but that. And I, and I know as long as I do that, as long as anything God provides to me, I run to get to the poor. I know I'm doing the right thing right away. I know, okay, this is what God wants me to do. I'm doing the first thing God wants me to do. Brothers and sisters, and I want that to be an example to people, that if you do that first, if you take care of God first, if God is first and you're giving, you can be sure that you'll be doing the right thing. Praise the Lord. Verse 5. So when thou pray, thou should not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogue. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.